0: Hello, everyone. My name is Hannah White, and I am the host of 1801 Live. And my name is Lyric Swinson, and I am the host of The Patchwork Feminist.
1: Together, we partnered in order to host a 24 hour podcast a thon to raise money for the COVID 19 relief fund.
0: While we were raising money for our fellow Gamecocks, we had help from a lot of special guests to help us raise $3,575.22. Guests included WLTX news anchor Darcy Shrickland. Mayor of Columbia, Steve Benjamin. Gamecock women's basketball head coach, Don Staley. Former Gamecock football quarterback, Perry Orth. Former U of SC student body president, Joteka Eady. Incoming U of SC provost, Dr. William Tate. Student body president, Izzy Rushton. Some of our very own university ambassadors. Associate vice president of student life, Dr. Anna Edwards. Current speaker of the student senate, JD Jacobus and Student Body Treasurer Caden Askew, U of SC President Bob Castlin, Vice President of Student Affairs Dr. Dennis Pruitt, SC political strategist and Gamecock alumni Corey Alpert, Lauren Harper, and Taylor Wright. In addition to the Halinski family, including Kim, Mark, and Ryan representing the Halensky's Hope Foundation, as well as Shannon Henry, Jordan Densmore, and Olivia Haster representing Sasco and several domestic violence prevention initiatives.
1: You can listen to us talk to a bunch of these guests um, via the Patchwork Feminist or 1801 Live, which is available on all platforms, including apple google playlists and spotify
0: thank you so much to garnet media group for making all of this possible and enjoy listening to what was 24 hours of a lot of fun a lot of information and a lot of service to our fellow gamecocks forever to thee. go (laughs) gamecocks
2: Izzy, I haven't seen you in forty years. I know. I feel like I literally haven't seen you guys in forever. How are y'all doing? So long. I know it's because I haven't been able to go to the hairdresser. My roots are getting dark too. It's, are you trying to keep you know, it long? Huh? Um, we're gonna see when the next time I can go to a hairdresser is, and then we'll figure that one out.
3: Yeah.
1: Maybe a look. I, you know what? A oh, no look is always. It's always cool. Izzy, I was I was going to bat for you. They were attacking, so, like, two hours ago, we had the campaign managers, and now our chief of staff, and Parker, was on, and they were just attacking us about the whole campaign, so.
0: I had what to were they saying? They were, like,
1: we were a lot to deal with. They were, like, uh, we were a lot to deal with, and yeah, and I was just like, no, y'all can't, whoa, 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 I'm alone versus three, well, then it was four, because we was saying stuff, too, I was like, it's a four against one, I'm gonna need, Le- I mean, I'm gonna need uh, Izzy to be in here before we can even have a conversation, cause I
0: just feel overwhelmed. Y'all are lucky, my power went out in the middle of that conversation, because oh. I was literally, like, mid-story, letting it rip about that night um of the candidates meeting um in my parents. i won't talk about it
2: <laughs> i don't even want to talk about it in the journalism school yeah that we, night was wrong
0: we've been, yeah. we've been through a lot um but izzy uh last time you were on the podcast I actually got cut kind of short um so this yeah. is the first time on the podcast officially asked student body president um a lot of people don't you have been governing from australia Right. So what has that experience been like for you? I I mean, like, there's always something going on. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I know your sleep schedule is ruined. So just something for you.
2: So, okay, first thing I want to say is I think it's kind of rather ironic that I'm the first international student body president and I'm now the student body president from Australia. I think that there's a little bit of irony in that. And every time I think about it, I chuckle to myself. Um, but it's definitely been different. Um, for instance, I just woke up before this. So good morning to you guys. Um, (laughs) because I started meetings last night at midnight, actually sooner than that. I started at 10 PM my time. Um, and then I had meetings right through until 7 AM. So Mm -hmm. my sleep schedule is completely messed up. I am pretty much awake in the middle of the night and then I go to sleep in the middle of the day. But you know, it's one of those things that it's so hard to sleep in the middle of the day because you want to be like up and doing things or um, you know I have homework, and so just not really sleeping a lot, but that's okay.:
1: So yeah, I know we just talked earlier, but I mean,s so with this too much information, but how was your first presentation from the Board of trustees?
2: It went really well. Yeah, I was excited to present to them, even though it was over the phone. So, um, you know, I would have have loved to have been in person and to meet the trustees, but to get the opportunity to kind of introduce myself and um, outline some of my priorities for the year was really important to me. And so it went really well. I was nervous, um, but I was actually the first one up out of the whole meeting and it went for four hours. And I was the first presentation. Um, and so it was fun to kind of get it out of the way, um, present, and then settle in for the rest of the meeting. But I shouted out the podcast a um, because I was talking about innovative communication. And that was like, well, here's something that's actually happening today. Um, and I think that you guys are doing an incredible job with this. Um, what's the current, I think I saw on social media, what's the current fundraising tally? Uh,
0: let's check. I was just, I just tweeted telling you are, Guest number twenty-eight. I think honestly we didn't count all those kids from summer seniors, but officially you are guest number twenty-eight. So I just had to tweet that. Earlier. Yeah, I just had to tweet that just now. But let me go look. So Sorry. I have a question. Yeah. I, I have a burning question. How are you planning to
2: be awake for twenty-four hours straight? What's the What's yeah. the grand plan here?
0: Yeah,
1: I just got a text. Sounds around. I just got a text. Like you're laying. You're laying back. He's right, so I had to sit up. I'm like, wait a minute, I got crackers in my hand. So yep. I, 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 okay. Me and lyric chose two different things. She has coffee, and you know, you probably would have done like cold brew coffee, like right. all that. I was like, no. If I do coffee, then I'm going to crash, and then I'm not going to feel good, and then I'm just going to like be blah throughout the rest of the um, right. people who come on. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna do natural remedies. I saw like. What do you need? They were like, you need apple slices, dark chocolate, and water.
0: I was like, okay, so I've got all that around me. But you I won't need crash coffee. if you keep drinking. Huh? You won't crash if you keep drinking coffee.
2: That's true. So why don't you just, you should just start and just not stop. But then when I stop, and like, yes, the podcast would will be over, but
1: I'm feeling, I'm so sick. i was like, oh my god. It's coffee real. just does something to me. It does not, it does not work well.
0: But um, hold on. Izzy asked me a question. She asked, "What's the current total?" Um, Mm -hmm. right now we are sitting at eight hundred and eighty-six dollars. So we've raised. Oh, that is awesome! Twenty-two donors. We are now. We are officially nine hours in. Nine hours in twenty-two donors, eight hundred eighty-six
1: dollars. That's a good pathway.
2: Yes. Yeah, you're getting there. Hannah, eat some dark chocolate and handled it.
0: Yeah. That that dark chocolate is not working for her. And you can tell What are you me. talking about? He is barely holding on. And I feel like really. it's like,
2: I feel like it's like the internet being like, Oh, like if you don't drink coffee, just drink water and you'll stay awake. Like that doesn't make sense. Nor yeah. will it work.
0: I'm not gonna lie to you. I died around I hour six and a half. I was dying. Um Really? May, yes, like but i was crashing from the first cup of coffee so i made a second cup Mm -hmm. and then i ate ramen and i drank a glass of water and then now i'm like back at full speed so
1: yeah i don't know how you're doing this from your bed like i had to like i'm in i mean i'm in the guest bedroom but there's like a couch in here but i i knew if i was in my room doing this I was just gonna feel a little bit too comfortable. Like, let me just turn over. I won't go to sleep, but let me just turn over. That's what I say in my head, and
0: then mm-hmm. I would have been out. And well, nope, I'm not lying, I I'm like, not laying down, and I stacked all my pillows so as far as I can, I can't go back further than this. You're like uh, up. Yeah. So like I have to sit up right. So like even though it's my bed, and like plus my bed is made, so I'm kind of sitting on top right. of, and I have my computer propped up. So and so yeah, I'm in a decent space right now. So. Y'all are awesome.
2: You're gonna, you're gonna hit a point of, like, delirium, and then you'll just be able to go the rest of the time. The funny like,
1: part, that delirium's probably gonna happen when we're on the phone with, like, uh, Dr. Pruitt or know <laughs> and I'm gonna be like.
2: Y'all gonna be talking some stuff, and they're gonna be like, all right. I hope they know by
1: then it's gonna be our whatever, and they're gonna, ha- they're gonna have to help. They're gonna really gonna have to meet us halfway. It's not gonna be a 90, 10, it's really gonna be meet us in the it
2: yeah, okay i don't well, that know. was that was my question too because i was like okay i think i could stay awake for 24 hours but i don't know if i could talk to people for 24 hours straight like that takes that takes a lot of toll on you so kudos to y'all do y'all have, like questions ready in case you like go get delirious
0: that's actually really funny that you said that so like hannah was like weird we don't have topics or plans for any of these guests like are we going to write questions and like me uh I've been podcasting so long now like I don't really like make topics or questions mm-hmm. anymore so I was like no we're just gonna wing it for everybody I said each of these people we could find things I mean like some guests have obviously been harder than others um, to right. make questions but I mean and then there's some people who like we wish we had more time because like we can't stop asking questions right. like I could have talked to Don Staley all day um, mm-hmm. oh, Don,
1: Tate was Don Staley, movies. William Tate was. I'm still. William, like Don Staley, was just a dream come true because she talked about my favorite show and how she's going. And then, but William Tate, like we, it was just a great conversation. Like, laughed. I was on the floor laughing. Like, so personable, so funny. No, um.
2: I'm excited for him to come to our university because I've met him once and he's a great conversationalist. So I think that, you know, any conversation that we'll be able to have in the future will be good. Um, so I, that doesn't surprise me at all. But I will say, I think that it's funny that you said that lyric, because knowing <laughs> the both of you, that's such your style. It's like lyric, you're so like off the cuff, like just I'll wing it, which is it's just more so what I, my kind of style as well. And then Hannah, you're definitely more like, we're going to have a plan, like, we can advance, and like, here's what's going to happen. And yes. so that kills me to know that because it makes sense.
0: Yeah, it's been, we've talked, I think we've brought that up at least 14 times while we've been on this thing. This True. Because, I'm not going to lie, this will be probably the last thing that me and Hannah do together.
2: You're kind of calling quits? That's it it.
0: Be, um, it's it,
1: just it, a hard thing we're total opposites when it comes to like our leadership styles and how we get the, how we do things. Like she's really like, I don't know. And it works out. Like, I, it's, it blows my mind how it's for both of y'all. It works out for y'all just, all right, I'm just gonna go with the flow, but I don't know how I think y'all just have that, that something about y'all because I cannot, this, this, I was really stressed. I was like, Oh my gosh.
0: What's really crazy is that, um, I don't, oh, I haven't said this yet. Then this is a testament to how much of a, "Uh, it'll get done type of person (laughs) I am. Uh, So we didn't, I didn't know how to like stream Zoom until yesterday. Clear. Listen, listen, listen. So Mm -hmm. I had to like, first I thought I could do it on my own. So I tried to upgrade like my own account of my Zoom account to the pro and then I found out that I, I, I upgraded to the wrong feature and that was fifteen dollars. So I was like, whoa. And then I found out like, the feature that I actually need is 40. And then like oh my gosh. And then I'm, I'm I'm hitting up um Sydney from Garnet Media Group like, does the university have an account that we can use that already has this feature, the streamability content? And then like she said, I work on it. And then we had to wait one day and like Hannah's like we need this link. Now 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 I said pause. Um okay. and so Sydney said, yeah, so we have the account and then, so I get like in the account, right? And then like, I do like a test meeting to try to like set up streaming. I think like, it's going to be fine. Like I just connected to the Media Group's YouTube, but because like, I didn't know that YouTube has this rule. If you've never streamed before, you have to wait 24 hours to be able to stream. So keep in mind, this happened at 240, 2.45 yesterday. Two, oh, six, and it started at four no no it takes no. up to 24 hours it takes up to 24 hours so like keep oh, in mind at yeah. 2 15 and youtube still said we need 24 hours and like i said i have until three o'clock so i said i'm gonna check at three o'clock and i was on the phone with one of my friends i said hannah's going to freak out i said yeah oh, yeah yeah i'm, yeah, good. Good. Well, I, yeah. I, here's I'm so thing. glad it's funny now i had a, I had a backup plan um because I had also tested, like, the Garden Media Group Facebook Live account. So, Are worst you, case Alex, scenario. That's when you texted me? Yes. So, worst case scenario, um, we were just going to switch everything to streaming straight to Facebook Live. Right. Um And it was going to be fine. Like, uh, right. so, but, I mean, we had already put out all the links. And then, you know, the mayor had already tweeted that this is going to be on YouTube Live. And I said, oh, my God. And I just, I said a quick prayer. And then I tried it and it worked right at three o'clock, I said, thank God. But yeah, I didn't know that this was going to work until an hour before this started. Um, and that is true lyric fashion, but I, oh, it worked out. It worked. It worked. But well, why
1: even test the water? Why? And I didn't adrenaline. What is it about you? Like people that have your mindset and they, I mean, it's kind of one against two, but like Is it just adrenaline? Like I really did pull this off at the end. That's what gets y'all going because I I just don't get why, why even do
0: it? (laughs) Okay. This is my reasoning. At the end of the day, we are in a pandemic. There was only like, you had the idea maybe a week and a half ago. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: There's only but so much you can plan. So like when you were saying like you, when you originally had the idea, I think Hannah planned for it. She was like, all right, so you're going to do this in June, right? Or yeah. Like hey, and like I said no, I said like one I was thinking and like from a relief standpoint people need this now, right? And then, like two I'm thinking like, not gonna lie to you, I'm a seer so, right? No offense, like this is my swan song. Like this is really my swan song. Last well, year classes this is kind of like it for me. Like after this all I'm doing is basically finals and then any work like just right. pure academics. Um, after especially like this week applications closed for the password feminist to find somebody to take the show after me. Like next week, I'm probably going to shoot my last episode and that's it. Like I'm done. So I knew that I didn't want to do anything during finals. And plus it's the last day of classes. So I said like, this is the only day like Friday going into Saturday. And so, and like the thing was when Hannah gave me the idea, I moved, I just moved so fast. Like I immediately texted Dr. Edwards. I was like, Hey, let's, we need to, I need to talk to you. Um, and it was a day and everything was moving so fast, but so I mean, it's everything is already unpredictable, you couldn't plan for anything anyway, in my opinion. So I was just like, Hey, it's it's worked out, it uh, worked out, but I, well, I don't care. This is the last time,
1: listen, this is in her, and I and I keep letting it slide in your explanation. Everything's unpredictable. No, okay, the pandemic was some people would say. It was unpredictable how it would affect us this bad. We knew, because I know everyone kind of knew during the spring break when everyone was doing whatever they were doing. Yeah, like coronavirus is a thing. I mean, it's not here, but it's a thing. Because even I went to Savannah. I won't lie. I went to Savannah. But that's not the point. That is kind of, okay, unpredictable. It just happened, how it happened. This, we knew we wanted to do this. We knew we wanted to plan this. Like, there's no... Just
2: because that is unpredictable doesn't have anything to do with this event. So and yeah, I'm with Lyric. It's okay. I'm with you. <laughs> I would I would have done the same thing. Did it get I, done though? Like literally I, I you when you like, you have no I don't know.
4: Like
1: Actually I,
2: I it might be about the adrenaline, honestly. I think
1: it is. Y'all like, the I, you're like I pulled
0: it off. And, Especially once like when Coach Della came on that camera, I'm not going to lie. I said, I can do anything. I said, <laughs> there is no stealing. I Does am it? now a dangerous woman because, I I, I mean, like, I think that yeah, I can do anything now. Like, oh, my gosh. And once that, it's over, like. Honestly, that's so impressive.
2: I, I'm jealous. I haven't watched it yet because I was asleep. But. After this, I'm going to watch it because if you can get Don Staley to come on a podcast, then you really can do anything. Yeah. I say our first, I mean, of course, we have a lot of people
1: like coming up, but like our first, however many hours, I'm, I'm losing count right now, you know, but no. they have been pretty exceptional. I'm not going to lie. From the students to Don to incoming administrators, Doc Tate mayor benjamin um darcy everybody everybody y'all
2: are killing it y'all are killing yeah. it who's your who are you most looking forward to coming up uh let me look and see. i think
0: i uh, me look at the schedule
2: um
0: uh,
2: y'all like we have too many good people let me look
0: uh no seriously I think every single person we've been able to have on has like had such a different and interesting perspective. I really have really enjoyed all of them. Um I mean
1: Hamilton Jerome
0: are acting after, after you.
2: Yeah. Oh, they're so great. That's going to be so, so fun. Yeah, that that's
1: going to be a time. That's going to be a time. Okay. And then Shannon, and Henry later. Oh, so-
2: great. She's so great.
0: I love um I love Dr. Edwards. Um and I think like she's one of those unsung heroes that really keeps everything running. Um in student life like she's behind everything that we hold near and yeah. down.
3: but some yeah.
0: don't know who she is. So like I'm really excited for um people to like see her um and get to know her. Uh who else? Dr. Pruitt. Oh, Dr. Hi. Pruitt. I love Dr. Pruitt. We still have um President Kasslin coming up. Perfect. Um two of my best friends, Mike and Zach, are coming on. Oh, that's so fun. That'll be good. At four AM. Yeah. We have the host of another podcast called Wait of the Eight. They um are coming on um tomorrow one of, and oh I'm really excited for the block of uh, Corey Alpert, Lauren Harper, and Taylor Wright. Um no,
2: are they coming on together?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, that is a that is a triple threat that yeah. is gonna be so great
0: i'm so excited for that and it's going to be quite hilarious um because oh, Corey alford I, is one of the funniest people i know um oh, sure. i've never met him but i've heard great things and cory and taylor in the same room they just literally just pick at each other over and over again and lauren is just a queen um I owe her my life. So I had
2: a I had a realization the other day. I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember the time? I don't even know when it was. I just remember Taylor was student body president at the time, so I guess it was like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And we went to his apartment in Gramby, and there was like a bunch of people there, and y'all just like <laughs> fought for like four hours. You in remember front of all your friends? Do you and remember
0: that he me out?
2: Yes and i w- I think I was a freshman, and I was the only freshman there, and I was like, "What is going on? It's
0: so crazy because like I was scared because like I was really scared because I was like, uh me- at that point, me and Taylor we were we were friends, but like we weren't as close as like we ended up being um, okay. at that point, so like when we got in that argument, I was like, i think I like he might he might hate me for real. like I what was, was the like argument like, about I was- I mean. I don't know what we were arguing about. I, I can't tell you to this day. Um, it was one of those days that Taylor cooked. oh, he was like, how you gonna bring, he said, one, you were a guest. How is a guest gonna bring a guest? Because I brought somebody.
2: And then, with and then I think Peyton Moore brought me and I was just a random freshman. And then somebody else brought somebody else. And so I think it was supposed to be like three people and it ended up being like eight. And Taylor was like, I don't know enough food for this. Like right, you, I don't were a
0: know. Sophomore, you were you are a sophomore, Izzy. Oh, I was. Yeah. I guess I
2: was a sophomore by then.
0: Yeah, you are a sophomore, but like this was early. Like this was early on my junior year. And oh, that was I forget about that day. Because the thing is like me and Taylor ended up becoming so close that right. I forgot that there was <laughs> Kick me out. He was like, Goodbye lyric. Good, right. Goodbye lyric. Mm-hmm. And I said, that sounds like an attitude. I said, that mm-hmm. sounds like an attitude. No, but that was funny. I forgot that day even happened. The- I had a like,
2: an epiphany about it the other day. I was like, wow, remember that time? And mm-hmm. you know in movies, like, when they're having an argument and, like, the people just, like, go back and forth? That's literally how I felt like it was. Like, my head was constantly, like,
0: Yeah. It became a mess in there. Truly. But I'm so excited to see, like, How that hour goes, I think they're going to come on right around ten a.m. and by that point, that's what hour twenty, hour nineteen, something like that. So right,
2: yeah, y'all be delirious by then. That'll be a fun conversation to keep you awake. Well, the thing
0: is, like a lot of those early morning conversations, up until about mm, uh, up until about seven a.m., six a.m. are all going to be like kind of really fun. Um, for the light yeah. yeah so i'm anyway, excited about that
2: that's awesome you guys are so great i'm really proud of you because this is just like i when hannah was in our meeting and she was like okay so we're going to be doing a 24-hour podcast-a-thon i was like you're doing what you're doing huh and so i think that this is awesome that this is like really come to fruition and you have all of these amazing people speaking and yeah just a test to the both um both of your characters for sure
0: I actually have a question um, for you, Izzy. Um, so I know, like, a lot of people don't know this, but, like, we had so many conversations, I think, during the campaign leading up to the campaign about um, race and diversity and things of that nature. Um, like, really good conversations, I think, like, really character-building conversations, I think, on both ends, uh, just, like, us as an entire team. And, mm-hmm. like, how has, like, your experiences at USC, like, experiences like those, like, prepared you to be able to lead during a time like this, I mean, like especially, um, in light of the racial incidents on campus, I mean, well, on virtual campus today, um, it's like how, how, like how has do you think like you've been prepared to be able to lead a student body, um, um in times of crisis, um, such like such as this.
2: I guess I'll say that I think that, you know, coming from Australia, I definitely had a different upbringing. Um, I didn't experience a lot of the kind of history that goes behind some of those um, racial incidents or, you know, hate speech. And so it was really interesting to come to university and um, especially in South Carolina, which has deep history um, and learn from so many different point of views and diverse groups. Um, And I kind of like that you said about the conversations that we had, especially before campaigning and then also during campaigning um, about race, because I like will be so transparent. There was a time, um, and I don't mind telling people this at all, that um, there was a time early on in campaigning that I looked y'all dead in the eyes and I said, I don't know how to talk about race. um, And I don't know how to talk about it and make sure that I can be an ally uh, for the future. And that was definitely one of a kind of um, life changing conversation for me. Because I think I learned in that moment that it's okay to not always have the answers. Um, You just have to serve as an ally and make an effort to learn the answers, if that makes sense. Um, And so I think from then on, I was really kind of open to learning from y'all about kind of your experiences and making sure that um, I always kept, you know, everyone's thoughts and opinions um, in everything I did and every way I acted. Um, And so, you know, even specifically um, today, the first thing I wanted to say is that, you know, this is not okay at all. And this is disgusting. I think I wrote that on Twitter and some other places as well. Um, Watching the video, I felt for AAAS with every bone in my body. Um, You know, I might not have been in that room and I might not have experienced what that feels like, um, but I am here to be an ally. And I know personally in my own core values that that is simply not okay. Um, And so going forward, I just want to continue having those open conversations with people, just like we are now even, Um, Mm -hmm. because, you know, it's okay that I'm not an expert. You don't have to be, Um, but it's, you just have to make sure to keep going and keep learning every single day um, so that you can continue being that ally in crisis like now. Um, Or even, I even often think about the pandemic as well, that this is definitely an interesting time to be leading a university. I'm sure Hannah can agree with me on that one. And I think that I'm just making sure that, you know bringing um, kind of inclusion and equity into every conversation um, is really important so even ensuring that you know when our students if they do um, depending what happens in the fall that we have health services that uh, support minority groups as well um, and making sure that that is a topic of conversation that comes up um, in every decision um, that the university makes yeah
1: i would just like to say and this is just i would have never thought but the group I am so lucky to be in this group of execs um even today with the whole incident like and I'm, I was trying I hope some I don't know if anyone noticed but I was trying to still stay in tune but then still figure all of this out and I mean yes I had to step up for like five minutes to take the call but even just after that getting messages from like each exec, and it's weird because you guys all did it in, like, separate individual texts, so, like, oh, you, dedicated yeah. guests, and I'm just, I mean, that's kind of blessed, because I, if I would be honest, um, I didn't know how it would look like, I mean, again, like, I mean, I'm the only black one in, in the group, and I didn't know if, like, you guys would even understand, I knew it wouldn't, or I hope it would have been our, like, malicious intent or anything, but I didn't know you guys would be able to even understand to where... Is it like a big deal or they just brush it off? Or if I feel like my voice is included or if I speak up for the black community, will y'all just push it to the side or not? But I can truly say like, you guys, no, you guys are above and beyond allyship. You show that day in and day out um, and then just friendship. And it makes this job, it makes what we do so much easier, especially during this time. Um, during the pandemic, I don't if 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 there was something of slightly off about like our like our team of four, I don't think I would have been able to do it. Like it's slightly off. Like it was just it would have been it would have been the tipping point to where it's like you know what, right? It's cool. It's cool. It's above me. But that has really been that has really been the, like my rock in a sense to where it's like okay, like I know I have them to rely like on, and then they have me of course, and.
2: That's how works. So. I know I even text you um earlier today. I think I texted you first if you were okay. Um then I was like, don't worry, I got it, because I knew you were on the podcast. And so I wanted to make sure that you could give this all your, you know, effort and time. Um and on the side we were quickly writing a statement and making sure that we could respond in a timely manner to the student body. Um, I think that's something that, you know, Hannah and I have talked about consistently and also the other execs is that we want to make sure that we have um, a voice behind, you know, every event that occurs. Because I think it's important to show the student body that we're behind them um, and that we will fight for them and make sure that if something is wrong or something doesn't sit right, um, that, you know, student government is there to support them. Um, and that's why, you know, we wrote the statement so quick. Um, I was actually asleep at the time and I get this like frantic FaceTime um, from Hannah O'Toole who's like you need to wake up and I was like all right good morning Um, and so I jumped out of bed and um, I jumped out luckily I had her on emergency bypass put put your friends on emergency bypass everybody Um, and I jumped out of bed and you know started making phone calls and I think it's so important that you know throughout the year you can expect that student government will be doing that um, we'll be making sure that we fight for our students in every situation and um, we're there for them. Yeah, and then I talked about it before, but even just the collaborative effort, like
1: it's times like this was, it, it is unfortunate, like it's unfortunate, I don't, yeah, you'll never understand, but that show how we come together still, so I have never. I don't know if it's listening or whatever, but I'm still, like, in the U of SCG. Like, it's, like, one of my things. I don't do anything with it, but it's just one of my things. I never logged out of it, and I just get the notifications still. And so seeing, like, different organizations, like, post the statement that we created and then us reposting other um, organization statements, um, even – I don't even know if student government specifically reposted the AAAS, but we should. hey did, yeah. You know, okay, perfect. Yeah. But yeah. even that, like, I know we were um, in collaboration or we were in, like, mess group chats with Tanea, which she just was <laughs> on here before you. So right. she was on here with Summer Seniors. And then, as well, like, I saw NABJ reposted the statement. So, And then, of course, um, Reagan was commenting under, like, Triple A post. Like, just things like that. It's, like, we do, like, it. it is a family. And, they're, yes, there are outliers, and it's, our job to figure out who they are dipping in the butt is not okay but also at the end of the day like be there for each other so that was right. cool for me to see I was like wow like everyone's on the same page a lot of people are on the
2: same page like this is wrong right I- because I know even we were like, okay, well, we're going to release this statement and you're going to release this statement. So like, let's make sure that they align and let's make sure that we're collaborating to ensure that, you know, we have, you know, the same um, values and the same opinion on this because we did. Um, And that was also something that I thought was really kind of um you know if you could say something that good that came out of it um is that i was thrown into a group chat so fast um with members of triple and we were all talking about um how horrible it was and that we were there to support each other um and i think that in times of darkness i think that the gamcock community is always found to be pretty resilient um and often you know by kind of come together a little more than they would um any other time which you know it's Hard, but um, definitely a test of our character and a test of our university spirit.
0: Um, I think that, like, I think I've just been able to like see both of you grow as leaders, like, um, but especially you, Izzy. Like, I've just seen you become so much more confident and outspoken, and just like one creating a platform for yourself and like a set of values and like really sticking to it. Um, Because there's a lot of people, like, I think a lot of times like as seek leadership positions, but like once they get it like it's hard to walk the walk but like you really have been walking the walk I'm so proud of you and everything like you speaking up like you know because I mean like in situations like this it's expected for Hannah to speak up uh, just because like you know she is Black I mean and I mean I've been a member of AAAS and she like started school but um, I think like seeing you step up um, and just being like so diligent um, and fighting on behalf of students fighting with students like I, I mean and I mean alongside students that's that a better way to say it but alongside um, our students I think has been just really a pleasure to watch um see you grow. but um like the two of you have such different things to offer to the table so I think it'd be beneficial to share like how did um you come about so I mean some people know the story some people don't so how did this and I will be taking a 45 second bathroom break while y'all explain my lyric have fun okay um so I'll start
2: actually Hannah tell your side of the story because then I think it's always funnier to hear my side um of how this all began
1: all right it's crazy because like we it's used to be like clockwork because it's like this is how it goes like how do you like we pitch how do you how did y'all become partners but i was coming out well starters Izzy and I met through ambassadors so we're both University ambassador, she's also presidential ambassador, and we're in the same cohort. And so, that was my freshman year, her sophomore year. Yes. And yes. that's when we both became ambassadors. And so, we've always known each other through that, but it was more of like just friendly, like we're ambassadors in the same cohort. We're going to see each other every Wednesday, and then sometimes in the A lounge or um, whatever things that our ambassadors are doing, banquet, whatever. And so that was really it, but fast forward, it's this past, it was in the fall, and I was coming out of biological anthropology, it was the day before fall break, and I had an exam, and I was like, oh my gosh, that was, some people, shout, okay, that's another thing, honors, um, I don't know who they, I don't know who some people have for biological anthropology that told me it was easy, but y'all lied to me. Because Life. it was so hard, but anyway, that's 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 one. Uh, um, I came out and I was like, "Oh, okay, that's over." Like, fall break. I'm here. It's Friday. It's already three, I think. I had a late classes. It's already like three fifty-five. So I'm going. It's to late
2: three. in the day, yeah.
1: Yes, and I get a call from Izzy. I'm like, Izzy, like something must be longer. There, actually, if I'm going to be honest, this is the first time I'm saying this. I something told me. You were gonna say something about like, I knew what I knew the call was about student government right. and you running, but I didn't know it was about me too. So I get the call. Okay, she's probably gonna ask me about like her running and like being on board. And I, um, so you call, you say, hey, how you doing? Good. And then you go into like your spiel. um uh, so I, I'm running for student body president. I'm like, really. Yes, yes, you're running. Like I and I probably like threw it around. Yes, we're running. Like we're running. Meaning like I'm supporting right. you, running. Like right. you know. And I was like, yes, I'm gonna wear your button. I'm gonna vote for you. Like I might table a little bit. I'm gonna see about trip. But you know, yes. that's it. And then this is like, yeah, yeah. So i thank you so much for the support. Like I'm running for being my president, but like I'm not running without you, running. I was like.
3: Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's,
1: that's crazy. You're funny. I don't I was like, you're fun. No, but it really did take me for a spin. I was like, Oh goodness. Um like my heart I was just I I remember because I came out, um I came out and I was walking on the brick and on the horseshoe and I was like, What in the world? I don't even know how to think about this. Like, yes, this is an honor. So I was like honored, like, wow she thought of me. But also, I didn't know you like that, Izzy, so I'm like, why does she think of me? Like, we have really never talked talk before, so like, what's up? Like, damn, what's going on? Like, at first I felt honored, but then I was like, mm, is she up to something? I was like, I'm honored, though, but mm. I'm like, can I do this? Am I,
3: can I actually do this?
1: So a bunch of thoughts were going through my head, so I just had to be like, hey, give me a break to think about it. Um contacted like, half of campus. I was like, should I do this? Should I do this? Got a rezone me, yes, and so came back and I was like, "Look, I am all well," and I said I was all in, and it took like me like a good month for me to really, really be all in because I was scared because I, I was like, "I'm all in," then like next time, I'm like, "Are you sure you want me to do this with you?" Like, I feel like we can find another, I thought like we could find you another partner, like, <laughs> like we and can all.
2: I'll tell you, I don't think I've ever said this before, but I was so nervous that you were going to drop out because I could tell. I could tell that you were like, so, like, uh, I don't know. And I was yeah. like, I think I text Lyric one time and was like, is she going to drop out? And Lyric was like, I don't know. And I was like, I, don't <laughs> know. I, was like, I really don't
0: know. Time, we were all scared. Like, me and. This is even more. Asia got it, we were like, I don't know if they're going to, I don't know if this going to work. I remember that night, that night we were in the Visitor Center. Oh, the me Visitor Center night. Yes. Yes. I mean, me
1: and I, that's, that's past past I decided. But more story, I ended up deciding then I was like, just give me um, this time because I was planning on pledging for mm-hmm. um, AKA, which I am now. So, and then literally right after the probate, the day after we were in meetings, like six times. A day, yeah. But yes, way. that's another the visitor center. But I'll let someone
0: else talk. i talking. I think that what's really funny is that um, I really am fake. Um, I was playing both sides so well. Um, I'm not, I'm not fake? No, I'm not fake. I am an innovator. I am brilliant. <laughs> I am a, a trendsetter. I am. I am absolutely because the thing was like, I am sitting, like, I remember me and Izzy had several conversations, I mean, starting in the summer, and then you were like, I can't find a running mate, and then I said, hmm, I said, let's think, let's look, let's look us up, I said, hmm, and then, like, we, we said, Hannah, and then, and, and then, meanwhile, like, Hannah is, like, the closest person to me, so, like, when she calls me, and she says, Izzy Russian just called me, and asked me to be, <laughs> Student body vice president. I said, she did what? No. Lyric. You, oh, uh, you, uh, you, <laughs> like, you would not believe what happened. i was like, you would not
1: believe what I'm be going. I said, it was
0: really lyrics I did from the start. I so said, shut your mouth. Because here's the thing I knew that I think the reason why I think I'll say personally, the reason why I believed in Hannah so much and that she would be a great student body vice president is because it wasn't a goal of hers she didn't right. want um like it, she didn't come to college saying that I want to be student body vice president right um like from the at the very beginning as soon as like I met her she was diligent like by the time I met Hannah and keep my I didn't meet her until I think September of her September of her freshman year she mm-hmm. was already on freshman council and already a university ambassador i mean like had already like and that was when i met her and i was like Wow, I mean, she had always been a go-getter. She had always like been self-motivated and like just kind of kept her head down. I mean, I remember like even on my campaign, she was planning, she only did my campaign, she was like lyric, like, I'm here to support you, but I don't want to be in student government after this. And I just remember she was like, I don't wanna be in student government after this, even if you win. She was just like, I just really want you to win, like, but I really don't want to be in student government after this. And I remember even like at this point. I think I was going to, I thought I was going to win, but I knew, I said, I don't even, for some reason, I didn't want her to be on my staff. Like, I know she was telling, there was a point where Hannah said she wanted to be Secretary of Inclusion and Equity. And I said, no. And I said, like, I would do everything in my power to make sure you're not right. the Secretary of Inclusion and Equity, because I just felt like, I said, for some, I just felt like you can do not saying that it's a bad job. I love that job. I created that job. It was yeah, excuse me. That's a killer. Come on. It's a fantastic oh, job. And I love it. Um, but I always felt like she was called, like, to a different, a higher purpose. Um, and so, like, once um, Sophie won, I remember I, Sophie w- um, asked me my opinion as, like, she was, like, interviewing people. And, like, at that point, there were two positions open for director of programming. So there were two directors of programming she was like lyric like i know you told me that Hannah was good but she said like she was so great she said i'm getting ready i'm getting rid of the second director of programming um position right because i feel like it's a disservice to her to like even make her work with somebody else right and so like that entire year she had just continued to prove herself continue to take on more like was she i'm talking about like during the campaign um during the protest, I mean I was crying my eyes out all the time. Like man, me my being there for me, she was rushing AK side at the same time. I mean We're gonna stay I, house. I keep forgetting, forgetting that phase. I am just like, what in the world going Like me and Hannah went through it that semester. Like we went through it. I mean, but she still kept adding on more responsibility and was doing everything well. So like at this point, and I remember I had I talked to Taylor because we saw, I was say like I think I think Hannah might be like an exact, but I knew I couldn't tell her that. Right. She has to, but I think that's why I couldn't tell her. Like Hannah, you need to do this. Like, um, so I had to kind of like trick her. And you did good. I mean, I know, brilliant, um, amazing. Mm Um, but yeah, like I had to kind of trick her. So like when she told me, she said, "Easy," I said, "Huh." She did what now? I said, what? And I mean, and I mean most people don't know this, but you were unsure for the longest of whether you wanted to run for student body president. Like you didn't know if you were ready. And you don't know if you were you didn't know if you were ready or if you were qualified or um things of that nature. And I remember so it was just kind of like a little um benagling on both sides. And I remember I called Jenna Allen. I said, I'm the last. I said, I feel like I'm the last of a dying breed out here. Y'all graduated. And I said, right. I need advice. I said, like, I think they're both great. And I think they could be great together. I said, right now, I don't know how they're going to work out. Because I said, they are too <laughs> different. I said, this is volatile. <laughs> like, I remember calling Jenna. I said, Jenna, tell me what to do and I'll do it. Um, she but, said, isn't to the for student body president? She said, you need to get Hannah. You need to get Hannah. Get Hannah to run for student body vice president. And like she said, like, literally, it's all going to be fine. They're going to be great. We're going to love you so much. So much. Bye. <laughs> that is so Jenna that is like the perfect description I like, of I, do, I love you so much by it. she said Hannah's gonna be great Hannah's awesome Izzy's awesome I mean it's all gonna be great it's gonna be great it's gonna be great you just have to make sure that they won you just have to make sure and I said <laughs> bro what? like I said Jenna um, and if you know Jenna Allen you know exactly how this happened that's um, exactly how she would have said it, exactly. it should have been like, I'm on a beach in Maui bye like, exactly and so I kind of yeah I tricked Hannah and I made her think that I didn't know what was going on. I knew exactly what was going on. And, like, I would slightly nudge her. During this time, I said, I remember one time we we talked for hours and hours. She came over here. We had, like, a sleepover. I mean, we talked for hours and hours about it. And I just, like, I mean, it's your decision. But I truly think this is what the Lord has called you to do. I pulled out <laughs> scriptures and sermons. I mean, like. No, I laid it on think, And I know the Lord didn't put it on my heart. He did. But I, yeah. I, I, I did my role well. Um, but they're no, like both of you. I, I ain't gonna lie, me and Parker were scared for a minute. Cause like, After the visitor center night? Yeah. No, I was, no. I was scared. I was scared. I was, I was scared. like, I, was I don't know. It. I just can't. Because I, I, I told you this before, Izzy, there were some times I was like, I didn't know if we was gonna make it. Because I was just like, she's not getting it. I said, she's not getting it. Like, I said, she didn't click. Because when I tell you, it was such a like, oh, this is our president. But Hannah was also our the problem president. as well. I was a problem too. But like, if, but
1: mine was more of like internal. Izzy was more like her leadership, like, went out of the roof, like, transition during, I don't even know what happened. But like, it clicked. Like, you were always a leader, but I I, I was still struggling to see, like, okay, like,
0: president
1: and then something happened I'm like but there's no one else like this is our
0: president like no I forgot the night that it clicked I said easy I said oh my god this is a president I said this is a president I remember I looked over at Asia I said she's gonna win and I was like and everything made sense I said like this is a president and I was like oh right I said I'm excited I was like really excited because I mean like it was just so much going on at that point. I really was scared if we weren't gonna make it. And honestly, Izzy, you're such a great sport about everything. So it wasn't <laughs> you I was worried about, it was her. <laughs> like, cause he like, she was just like, so I don't want to call her mean, but like, she's <sighs> like, you know, like at this, she was like, that's my, i for over this, I'm over this. Like, and then she's like, it's just not clicking. It's, not clicking. it's not clicking, it's not clicking, it's not clicking. It's not clicking. And I'm like, you're part of the reason it's not clicking right but I think yeah. like um but I'm the type and that's another
1: thing that I, like this has taught me to like figure yourself out like go through it talk it out like like everything because I'm like that's just my personality like it's not a lot of I mean yeah I tried sometimes but it, like when it comes to emotional stuff like this I, right like I would just be like and I know I probably like annoyed the heck out of you but I was just cold like down cold like okay like i but that's how i i used to and i'm still working on it but i'm way better but i used to that's how i code i'm just like stone cold like i get it
2: sometimes like right right at the start i'd be like oh my goodness she hates me i'd be like this girl hates me i'd say i don't know i should run it with me because she hates me because you'd just be like yep i'd be like okay but I think not only like did my leadership click. I think like our friendship clicked at some point. Yeah, like
0: that what happened. And you know the crazy thing, y'all like y'all had started clicking a little bit before, but y'all didn't really click until I think that first night. <laughs> <laughs> the candidates meeting. So the candidates meeting, and I think. Yeah. Yes. Um, I never see y'all up over- at page, and I I really had to like. I was reevaluating, and then I remember I woke up that when I was talking to y'all, I said, "Okay, I, I said, okay, I think we can work with this. I think we can work with this." Um, but I just remember like that conversation we had in the J school, and like I, I yelled at y'all for a bit. Um, but like it was so much. Y'all came so far. I mean, y'all have literally come so far, and I'm 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 so proud. This is actually like out of. I mean, we've had Sophie on, um, and Becca, and I, but Truly, and we're gonna have Taylor on later, but. This was truly, I think, my favorite campaign. Um, a lot of the conversations, because I think like, I think and me and Sophie can both attest to this. I think like last year, things were happening so fast. And I think that we never had a time to sit down and really talk. Um, right. until, be- like, until, like, except for before and afterwards. Like, I'll talk mm-hmm. about like what happened, some of the things that were happening. But what I really loved about Envision is that and I mean, I was involved on search, but I was mostly involved in the Treasures campaign. Like I didn't get to like, be on like those internal, like, you know, late night meetings and things like that. But what the coolest thing about Envision was that we really took the time in like, in pause. And like, we would have those difficult conversations. And it was hard. Like, I mean, like it was really hard. And I mean, like, there were times I know feelings got hurt. Oh, right. I know people's feelings got hurt. There were tears. Um, I, I, myself, I remember I locked myself in the stairwell through that first night. I remember that night. Um, yeah. I, because like, I was still, I was like, I'm saying, I'm going, or like, I just took everything. I internalized a lot. But I mean, like, Izzy, like you, you cried and then like, Hannah would cry. And then I remember I said, I'm tired of everybody crying by themselves, I said if we're going, to, I said if we're going to cry, if you're going to cry, cry together. Because I'm saying I'm sick of. I don't think I ever, and that's another thing. I don't think I ever cried like in front of like everybody. Oh.
1: That's
2: just one. That's one thing. It's like. Uh, I think I distinctly remember a time that you were like Izzy, you won't cry in front of Hannah. Hannah, you won't cry in front of Izzy. Just cry in front of each other. And I was just like,
0: well, you wrong. Said. I'm so sick of y'all calling me and saying that nobody understands what you're going through. And literally the only person that understands what you're going through is sitting right next to you. I literally, I, oh, that day I was hot. Like I lit everybody up for, I lit, I lit y'all up. And I was just like, I'm so sick of this. Like I said, the only person who truly 100% understands you is sitting right next to you. And I mean, like we, 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 we went through so much. I, I, words cannot express how proud I am of y'all because like I don't think y'all realize um like I was on four student government campaigns but being able to have those conversations and right. be vulnerable um uh, that's so rare uh because I think a lot of times people just work together but I think what I told y'all at the beginning of elections I said like one we knew that vote, voter turnout was going to be low um lower right. than I mean in recent years so one thing I always said is you're not running against any other candidates. You're running against student apathy. Um, right. And so like you're not running against a can- like, you know, your opponents or anything. You're running against the students who just don't care. Like, you know, like students who like you, they don't want to vote. Like they don't think that voting is important. And I think like they don't want to vote for people who look like they don't even love each other. So right. I mean, how like how can you love them if like you don't even love each other? So I think that people really were able to see the relationship between y'all and really was like, I can follow those girls and like they look like their team. Um, they look like a united front. And that's how y'all have presented yourself ever since. I mean, and then adding on the boys, y'all have really presented yourself as a united front. And I and it shows, I mean, like, I'm so proud of student government already. I'm kinda sad I won't be able to be a part of your administration. Um, but yeah that's just my rant. I'm sorry. That was a lot, but.
2: No, I think one thing I'll say is I think that Hannah and I walked into campaigning, like the two weeks of campaigning. I think we walked in as friends and we definitely walked out like a very cohesive team. Like I could almost answer her, what like her sentences. She could answer mine. Um, I knew what she was thinking before she even said it. I think it was vice versa as well. And I think that that's why we've been so strong right right after the bat of winning. Um, And then adding in the boys as well. We are a really strong team. Um, And that's something that I was kind of worried about. I didn't know how that was going to pan out, just like Hannah said earlier. And I have been absolutely astounded by how well the four of us get along. Um, Like we will have a meeting and it'll supposed to be, it'll only supposed to last an hour. And we will be on like an hour past just because we're talking about like something so random out of blue. Um, And it's my favorite thing in the world.
1: Yeah, and then we hang up and then text. And that's another
2: thing. I was like, are these going to be people to where, like, it's just
1: business is business. And then I have to text, like, my other friends, like, about the business. But, you know, but it's like, I think literally what happens stays in our circle because it's like, it's business. And then even after hours, y'all are the people that I'm going to, to talk about the business, even if it was a good, bad, whatever it was. I'm like, even if it's something crazy and I just maybe, I don't know, something happened. I'm like, that was kind of off. And I, I don't have any I would text y'all like this is crazy right am I the only one or is this going, like what's going on and like just to have y'all to like we all can relate we're all like and I was scared I was like am I gonna be able to relate and I literally can relate to y'all it's like y'all like are, are, everyone is so funny, funny like
2: so funny
1: like I don't know it's just crazy and then I'm just glad that it's like, we, it took a while, but we figured it out during campaigning, because now, like, if we didn't, I mean, we're a good candidate, like, by ourselves. So, even if we won, but we didn't figure out that friendship aspect, this time would have been ridiculously, like, awful, like, awful. just awful. Because I know, like, a lot in this time, like, we have to, like, arrange our... Text because it's like different hours, but even if it's like you sleep or I'm sleeping, we text, we still text, it's like, Are you okay? or like, Do you feel like this sucks too at times? and it's like, Yeah, it sucks right now, you know, things like that, and just talking each other through it and encouraging each other. Like, if I'm um, again, I don't know where we would be, I don't know if we would have a vice president or if I would be in this position no. if I didn't have,
0: yeah, you know, that. that
1: I think
2: one president. thing. I think one thing I'll say is like you and I are so, and I think Lyric, you're like this too, that like we don't like to kind of show weakness by any means, if that makes sense. Like we don't want to like let other people know that we're struggling. And so I think that especially during this time, you know, having a friend in y'all, I know Hannah, I'll text you and be like, this is a horrible day. Um, And we're so able to be transparent about like, you know, this isn't all sunshine and rainbows right now. Like we are home and that sucks. And inauguration was online and that sucks. Um, but just being able to be like, yes, it sucks. And yes, we're sharing kind of the same disappointments, but we're still working. And we are seeing kind of like the bigger picture and everything. Um, and so just having like a friend or even with the boys as well, um, being able to talk like openly about what's disappointing or what's going on and, um, kind of having that like open dialogue has really helped me because I don't feel like I'm alone at all. Um, I feel like, you know, we're all in this together and we all obviously want to be on campus, but we can't be, um, but that's okay because, you know. We're not the only one.
0: No. We're okay. approaching. We're we're approaching hour t- ten. I'm getting delirious. Y'all are getting there. I am so, so proud. Hour ten, and we are at nine hundred and twenty six dollars. Um, and so I have a goal. I have a goal um, by the eleventh hour, which will be. Okay. I want by three o'clock a thousand dollars. I Sorry, think I'm gonna blow up my social media. Um, Izzy, we're asking everybody to donate. Um, some people have donated as little as one dollar. Some people have donated as much as two hundred and fifty dollars. So Well we'll have to see where I can put it. We want it's just somewhere in there, you know, we don't have any, you know, we don't have any restrictions, but any restrictions or anything that just literally click the link and do whatever your heart desires wherever the Lord takes you um the lord yes, yes yes let him god you're giving i'm not gonna lie hannah duped me right so we had both said on live with luke that we were going to like donate 20 each right and so i said sure i said i'll just go ahead and donate 40 and i'll have hannah catch it don't know why would you do that because my account says lyrics went and hannah white oh remember on my link for Ew, on, the, on the like the ambassador's page for the, the fundraising huh Ew, girl I am poor but anyway no oh, the, I'm saying the name like you did that because of the name yeah now I, you could have still did $20 because I could have still donated no it's fine but like Hannah was like oh I just she said no you don't gotta worry about that this is I'll donate 42 I said oh. <laughs> Yeah. So that's not the point. The point was for you to give me twenty dollars back. Gotcha. gotcha. But no, um, I don't regret it because I, I felt like the, the spirit moved me, and because each of us donated forty, Luke donated fifty. So um, there you go. Praise God on that. Um, yeah. But thank you so much, Izzy, for coming on. I like. Once, I know I've said it like forty times. But I'm so proud of the leader that you've become. Thank you for your leadership during this difficult time at this university. USC is really lucky um, to have you as its student body president. Um, I'm so excited to see everything you do um, and everything you accomplish. I know it's going to be amazing. I'm excited that you all have you two have each other. Um, you're sticking together. Um, you completed the ticket, and like you are making such a difference in the university. I know, like your leadership, even in the middle of this, these virtual times, has meant so much. Um, to so many people and just by having using your voice the way that you do um and just doing um uh, just being you so i'm so proud of you i'm so thankful for you
2: thank you guys you guys are incredible and i'm so proud of y'all i'm proud to be your friend and to know you um you guys always you know put the university and the student body number one um you guys are literally the definitions of servant leaders and i couldn't be more proud to be friends with you and to know you and um to see where you go especially lyric you're graduating which is horrible
0: but i'll be in columbia i don't think you know that yet right. um I, be in I don't yeah i don't think you, i don't think you knew that yet but yes i i will be in Colombia at least a little while longer so we'll good see. well i'm happy to have you around yes
2: all right okay. bye izzy bye, bye y'all love you guys i'll talk to you later <laughs> all right but
4: how are you
1: hi
2: I'm a little nervous.
4: Yo. I've never done a podcast before. Why
1: are you nervous? It's 5 a.m. We are live, so people, whoever is up, is watching us, but it's fine. We've had people come in however they've come, and we've just had conversations.
4: Yeah, I've been like tuning in. I've actually been up all night because I'm trying to grind out this thesis. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, I haven't gone to
1: sleep.
4: I've been productive. But I've been, like, tuning in, like, every, just, like, whenever, like, every hour, just, like, seeing what you guys are talking about. And I'm like, okay, it's pretty chill. I think I yeah. can do it. <laughs>
1: it's pretty chill. It's pretty chill. Wait, your thesis, how is that going?
4: Oh, my gosh. um It's going good. It's due on Friday. And I'm
1: – Oh, shoot. I
4: have, well, it's, I have, like, my defense on Friday and then my – draft is due Sunday night so that like I'm in total grind mode but yeah. my topic I love um it's kind of gotten a little messed up because of the coronavirus but I've still been able to do a lot of what I want to do it's on the trait of perfectionism and how kind of looking at like if there's like a gender correlation with that and then how that's impacting our STEM departments at USC um so it's something I'm really passionate Ooh. about um
5: that's cool, Carly.
4: Yeah, I really like doing it. I've been working with, like, a sociology professor, so it's been it's been good.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, wait. So before we get started into the rest of the conversation, if you guys, well, should we wait like, for, like, I know Almira said that she didn't know that it was at 5 a.m., so she can't come because it's a certain holiday, I believe. Yeah, yeah, she
4: texted that. me to, like, <laughs> double check with you she said if you like needed her to come on at 5 45 like she could but I was like oh I'm yeah. sure it'll be okay
1: <laughs> yeah it's fine if she wants to she can but also it'll be fine and then um Izzy Izzy is asleep right now she she came on earlier um <laughs> and did a whole hour by herself and then yeah she, she's she's sleep because I bet she's that's okay time. but it's Casey, I Casey I don't know if what's Casey- that Casey is supposed to come. more she liked the messages. But before we get in, I just want you guys to introduce yourselves. Um say a little bit of introduction. Um what is your involvement on campus? Who you are and yeah. You
0: put your Twitter handles in the chat. Thanks.
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm kinda lame and I don't have a Twitter, I'm sorry.
0: It's fine. Um and no, it's okay. Name and be-
5: <laughs> okay.
1: I just got my Twitter last, what, March?
4: Yeah. I had my Twitter anniversary yesterday, so that was exciting. One
1: year. <laughs> One year. <laughs>
5: I don't know how y'all look so good at 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, we, barely.
1: I, like, I don't know what you look, because look, I have my eyes. I feel like they're not even open anymore. Like, I'm trying to like, <laughs> hey, guys, but I'm really like, this. Okay, guys, Blake,
5: you got to say your introduction. Cause I know y'all. Oh, 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 okay. Kylie, you want to go first? You want me to go first? You can go,
1: Blake.
5: Okay. Well, my name is Blake Martin. Uh, I am a, I feel like I'm doing a tour. <laughs> uh, I'm a senior biomedical, biomedical engineering major. I'm um, on the pre-med track. Uh, so the goal is to go to medical school. So a lot of the things I've gotten involved in have kind of been revolved around that. Um, whether it be volunteering at the hospital, um, getting involved in Dance Marathon, um, and also I'm in a public speaking club, which is really fun. Um, getting to like do random spontaneous speeches is a blast. Um, University ambassadors, of course, um, is a really good outlet um, to you know talk about my love for Carolina. Um, try to get many people to come here as possible, but more importantly, have like a really solid friend group um and go along that journey with um, has been a blast and then the core group of friends that I've become close with over the years is is my major. We all we're all pretty tight um in the engineering and computing community. Uh but but yeah, that's my four years at Carolina has gone by quick, but it's been a blast and I def I guess my three point six seven years at Carolina has gone by quick and I wouldn't trade it for the world. So yeah, happy to be podcasting with you guys today. Five mm. o'clock in the morning. I like this stuff. Woo
4: <laughs> all right I'll go next um so I'm Kylie also a senior um like I mentioned before I'm a statistics major and then obviously university ambassador but then I also run on the club cross country team in the honors college and then I'm also in ODK which is the honors um like society on campus um so that's been good and like Blake wish I could be at
1: USC right now um but yeah. it's been it's been a good ride. okay so i have to i have to say because i mean this is the ambassador crew right now and then it's like everyone of course loves USC and carolina but Mm -hmm. it's no i i (laughs) can argue that this is the most passionate group about USC about carolina so how has it been with Mm -hmm. this process i know you touched a little bit on like 3.6 3.6 or 3.7 years that you had on campus but how is this transition, or how have you been affected by the pandemic? Kyle,
5: uh, you can go first if you want <laughs> I still gotta process it.
1: Um,
4: I think the hardest part for me and I'm sure it's probably the same for you Lyric and Blake just like being a senior I mm-hmm. feel like it's been really hard to get closure on things mm-hmm. which has uh-huh. been kind of frustrating And so it's kind of weird because, like, now I'm back home in Maryland and I feel like I didn't get a lot of those goodbyes or, like, a lot of those, like, final senior moments that I was looking forward to. So, like, that's been really, really tough. Um, But also, like, I guess in terms of, like, the tour world, too, we've been giving, like, virtual tours, which has been interesting to do. Um, It's kind of neat that we still get to, like, talk to prospective students that way. But it's just been rough I guess like from a more personal standpoint not getting like those final like ends like like those loose ends tied up and like getting to like say goodbye to everybody so that's been hard for sure that was kind of depressing but yeah that's how I feel
5: (laughs) (laughs) no I I agree a lot with that Kylie Um, I think closure is a good word to describe it I think and I think like anticipation is something, too. Like, I was so looking forward to, like, the senior banquet banquet with ambassadors, like, my senior design presentation for engineering. Get looking forward to, like, a bunch of baseball games. And, like, I've been anticipating all these, like, little moments throughout, like, I guess end of junior year and, like, even fall senior semester. But when it all kind of hit the fan and I realized I wasn't going to have that stuff anymore, I tried to reflect as much as I could. Um, on like the years and the semesters that I did have, and it made it a little more, I guess, peaceful um, to kind of deal with it. Um, But it's definitely been tough, especially everything with graduation and Chasm holding out and trying to give us a date um, has been pretty nice uh, because a lot of schools, they pretty much canceled theirs already. So that's nice. Hopefully that's like the one – because that's like the one big event that every senior looks forward to is graduation, of course, like walking across the stage – Seeing your family afterwards, so, um, but yeah, I would say the people, like most importantly, are probably the hardest because you can't see them anymore. Um, like you can see your close friends and your roommates if you have them, but of course, everything with social distancing <clears throat> and quarantine keeps everyone apart, which is super sad.
1: Yeah, I think, and I know you mentioned graduation. I'm not sure, Tyler. Are you planning to come back too for graduation?
4: Yeah, definitely. Whenever it is, I'll like be there.
1: Okay, cool. But I know like this one big thing. It's a bunch of traditions that just kind of gotten skipped over. I know we just had our uh, banquet virtual, which was amazing, amazing. Yeah. Like even it being over Zoom, like pasties of uh, the they tuned in from Ireland. Like what <laughs> in the world? The president Caslin, to everyone, just the speech, the toast. I was thoroughly impressed for it being Zoom, um, how much um, involvement we still had. But...
4: I thought the speeches were, like... I think the, like, I guess a good part about the quarantine, too, is, like, like Blake was saying, like, it's been good to, like, reflect. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody, like, took the time to like reflect on like their four years and like I know I definitely have and like the speeches were just like so much better because of that like I really like out of all the banquets I've gone to like just everybody like taking that moment for reflection like they were so good like they blew Mm. me away I swore I wasn't gonna cry I like am not a crier at all and I have never really even cried at any of the other banquets even though I've been so emotionally invested and I was like bawling and I was
1: like what's wrong with me (laughs) Can I mean, control I, I, it, right? And then, but, um, like, and I know you said you were kind of involved with virtual tours, but giving that last tour on the mm-hmm. horseshoe, and then literally the whole visitor center coming out just to see you say your last words, yeah, the students. Like, um, how are you? Has have you ever thought about that? Is it just like a internal piece with it, or is it a way mm-hmm. you're going to do that do a virtual tour?
5: uh I I, it's super I've been doing some virtual tours too and it's super hard of course to replicate like a physical tour from a virtual tour And, and I have thought about it I'd be I'd be lying to say if I didn't think about it uh especially I remember right when it when the coronavirus happened and I remember we got our spring break like extended I remember one of the first things I thought about was like I was like, oh my gosh, it was like the last tour I gave, like, I'm pretty sure it was crap. Like, I don't even know if I did that well. Uh, So that was like one thing I thought about. And then I was like, we're probably not going to go back. And the fact that I, you know, I couldn't have that moment of like the VC coming out and like my friends and uh, meeting me at the top of the horseshoe for the conclusion is definitely really sad. Uh, But, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely sad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't
5: know if i will come to that part yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: I understand. But you guys were all both involved in so many different things. So even how, um, this is going back to the basics of, and of course I feel like all ambassadors, they're ambassadors because they're involved in different things, they're student leaders just all around the campus. But reflecting on your time at Carolina what has been some other leadership positions that you've taken on um, in addition to being an ambassador that has major experience worthwhile
4: oh my goodness that's a hard question Kyle,
1: you took on every position in the visitor center and then so so like mm. you know like both of you guys
4: oh man I, I guess one thing I did this year was for ODK I was like a vice president of special projects so on the executive board and something that we did is we actually like ODK got like a national grant to like do um, to like organize an event at like a local middle school so we went to um, God why is the name oh WG Sanders Middle School which is just down the road, like in Columbia. And we went with like a whole group of like a bunch of the ODK leaders and we led them like a small classroom of them in um, like this leadership ethics activity. And so do you remember lifeboat from recruitment or have yeah. you, anybody ever done like lifeboat? It's like where you have mm-hmm. to like pick out the um, different people you want to stay on the boat with. So we like led them through that act, that activity we did. like. Um, like, career panel for them, um, and so it was kind of cool, like, going into, like, the local middle school, and, like, getting to interact with those students, and, like, build that relationship, and I, because I was, like, special projects, I got to help organize that thing, and I felt like, In my four years, I did a lot like within the USC community, but it was kind of cool to like go out into the Columbia community. So that was definitely like something I really enjoyed Um, last semester. It was stressful planning, but like once it all like came together, I realized how much like event planning was like, like a lot. (laughs) Um, But it was it was a really cool activity.
5: Uh Hannah was the question like what other leadership involvement what 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 exactly was it again? I'm sorry.
1: It was <laughs> what um out of your other things that you're involved in, um and if you happen to have leadership position, like what was something that you probably take away from your time at USC? What was a memorable um position mm. or memorable thing that could Yeah.
5: Um, I'd say probably two things um man probably so I a couple like two years ago I was the president of this thing called Carolina Science Outreach and I chose to step away from it because I just needed to take put something like I needed to take something off my list Um, but one of the really cool things and this is actually kind of cool because Kylie hit on giving back and kind of
4: He's gone. Oh,
1: God. oh, no. I think he's probably going to try to come back in soon. But um, while we wait for him, if you want to just say, <laughs> also, like, just one of your, I know, I know this might not mean much, but I do understand how hard it probably is for um, you guys as seniors having the rest of your semester taken away from you, especially as a student, like, as student leaders. So not only, like, is just, go to the school and go to class and go home but like you really invested time oh he's coming back but you really invested time and effort into growing the university making it better and then getting twofold any and everything you can out of it so um i do like my sympathy and empathy goes out to all of you guys but you're back back. yeah i'm back sorry i don't know what
5: happened i don't know what happened (laughs) i think my headphones sometimes they like they're like, oh, yeah. I don't know something's wrong with them, but some of the buttons accidentally press or I don't know, something weird. <laughs> um, but I was just going to say with Carolina Science Outreach, uh, it's pretty much like a, of course, an outreach program for um, elementary and middle schools. And we would go to different schools in the area and do like science demonstrations and experiments mm-hmm. just to kind of make it cool to want to do science and like STEM related things. Uh, just because it's a lot of times people shy away from it. If you don't really gain an interest early in a field like that, it's really hard to gain an interest later, Uh, like in high school or in college. So uh, we would just do, like, super cool, like, Bill and I, the science guy type stuff. Obviously, we're not as cool as him, but uh, (laughs) just getting to interact with the Columbia community was a lot of fun. And uh, even, like, of course, you go to school with all these, you know, 20,000 or twenty six thousand, whatever I don't remember the number right now, of, <laughs> of college students. But of course, you're also in the area with, you know, tens of thousands of you know middle school and high schoolers too, um, like we are in a bigger city. So getting to take advantage of that was a blast. Um, interacting with them and their teachers and stuff that was really fun. Um, and I'd say another one that was really had a, had a big impact, and I wasn't really expecting it to, uh, was probably the past couple of years, uh, in the public speaking club, because, mm-hmm. like, I saw myself grow in that, um, and I also saw, like, a lot of people come out of their shells over the years, like, we'd have some people come in, like, English isn't their first language, particularly in the engineering department, um, because we have a lot of, like, TAs and even grad students that, um, are from, like, the Middle East or, like, East Asia, like, they're from all over the place, so, uh, Getting to interact with them was a a lot of fun and seeing them like go from being almost mute, like they would never talk in any of the meetings to like joking and laughing and and really finding themselves and their personality. So that was really cool Um, in the public speaking environment, too, just because that is like kind of it's kind of a scary thing for a lot of people.
4: Yeah, and then I have no idea you were involved with that. Sorry, Hannah. I just like every time I talk to Blake, I learn something new about him because he never talks about himself. (laughs) I'm like sitting here, like, what? I didn't know
1: that. That's so right. (laughs) Like, like, I'm kind of, I'm intrigued. Like, can you explain a little bit everything? Of course, public speaking. But then you talked about meetings. Do you go places to speak? Do you speak in front of your the club, or how does it work?
5: Yeah, so the club itself is called Toastmasters. Um and that's like a a world uh I don't know how you describe that. It's like a it's like a world organization. It's not like a local USC thing. They have Toastmasters clubs all over the world and there's a lot um, in major cities. Uh and there's a lot of course that are kind of con- uh, concentrated near college campuses to get students involved. Um, but, of course, if you think about giving a toast, like that's where the name comes from, like becoming a master at giving a toast. Um, but the way the meetings are scheduled, uh, it's pretty much anyone can come in the entire university. The Toast Masters Club at USC is uh, they have their meetings in Swear Engine. So it kind of it's not very attractive for a lot of people because they might have to travel all the way over to Swear Engine or they don't even know where it's at. So if they see it on Garnet Gate, they might not want to do it just because of where it's at. But the way meetings are set up, pretty much it's once – we used to have it once a week, uh, but we switched to once every two weeks this semester. But we have some jokes of the day. Like you can tell a story. You can do whatever you want. We have a word of the day so someone can go up. So we have, like, smaller activities if you're, like, trying to get your feet wet. So you can either tell a joke, and then we have another thing called the grammarian where you can – say the word of the day and like use it in a sentence and everyone else tries to use that word in their speech throughout the meeting, which is kind of fun, especially if it's like a super like unique, like very, very odd word, like trying to work it in your speech is is, is a challenge sometimes. Um, and then we have like a motivational thought or like some, you know, provoking idea of the day um, and everyone gets to kind of ponder and we discuss about it. And then after that, we have slots for like people want to do speeches so the first speech is pretty it's called an icebreaker it's pretty much about yourself you can talk about anything you want whether it be your upbringing your likes your dislikes your passions you know what makes you tick so it's pretty much free game and then speeches two through ten there's kind of like a an outline for what things you should fo- you should focus on um, and it kind of gives you like a guide in our little handbook um, to show you like which speeches you know, are working on, uh, the punctuation or which speeches are working on hand movement or which speeches are working on organization. So you kind of get to do it, you know, in that way. And that o- honestly helped my tour out a lot too, just because, uh, whether it be being more punctual, being more organized or like move using my hands is, is more or as less as I should. Um, but yeah, Toastmasters is, is a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. I haven't been very, um. Sorry, I, I'm typically very vocal. I was trying to, like, um, sort out some of the fundraising stuff. But I've always okay. admired what y'all do as ambassadors. Um, I think that was always really cool. Like, that's one of the only things, like, I've never gotten to do. Uh, I didn't even know it was a thing. I didn't know that university ambassadors was a thing until I was a junior. And I was like, it's a little late. Um,
3: <laughs> I just always
0: felt like the stuff that y'all do is extremely cool. And, then, like, the, the fact that y'all are so involved and, like, all parts of campus, and I think, like, it really adds, like, to the tours that you're able to give and the perspective Mm -hmm. you're able to offer um, to prospective students, and I just always, like, really admired that.
5: Thank you for that. That's very kind.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I hear that
4: from, like, a good good amount of people who are either like really involved with like dance marathon or student government they're like oh like ambassadors is like the one thing like I kind of wanted to do but like if you don't get plugged in like freshman or sophomore year like you were saying like it's kind of harder as you get older Mm -hmm. but um yeah it's it's good it's obviously been my favorite part of being on
1: campus so (laughs) I think okay so you know how we all use each other's jokes and stories (laughs) or whatever but what's gonna be the one joke slash or story oh. that you're gonna miss telling um from your
4: tour oh that's a great question
5: yeah that is a good question Hannah
4: oh man I'm like running through my stops in my head I'm, yeah, like, so, humanity uh, side of campus <laughs> uh, Russell um I can go first um okay. this is just the first one that popped to my mind so I'm like I'll just share it so this is a story I feel like I tell people, even just like not on my tour, but it's basically half of my horseshoe stop. I don't even point out half the buildings on the horseshoe anymore. I just kind of tell the story. But when I was actually tour training, my ambassador mom at the time, Taylor, kind of held like a little mini workshop for us out there, like on a Sunday afternoon. Um, and we walked around campus and we were practicing our tour stops, and then in the middle of, like, us kind of practicing or, like, standing next to the president's house, um, this older couple came up to us. They were probably, like, my grandparents' age, you know, like, maybe 60s, 70s. And they came up and they were like, oh, like, what are you guys doing? Like, are you students here? And we're like, yeah, like, we're training to be tour guides. And they were like, oh, wonderful. Like, what years are you? What are you studying? Like, started getting to, like, know us. Like, these are, like, complete strangers, you know? And, like, we started to then, like, get to know them. And we found out that their names were Herman and Maria Cox, which I just thought was funny. That was their last name. That is name. funny. And Herman had gone here, like, so many years ago and studied in the pharmacy school. Um, he owned a drugstore in the Columbia area for, like, over 30 years. And, oh, sorry, keep in mind, this is, like, second semester of my freshman year. Like, I'm the first one ever to come to Carolina. Um, and so then he's telling me his um, – son or his grandson was now like a second or a third generation student in the pharmacy school at USC. They had actually gone to a family friend's wedding in Rutledge Chapel like a few years prior and they kept like explaining like all these connections they had to USC and how their favorite thing like I guess they had recently sold the drugstore but their favorite thing in retirement was to just on, like, any maybe Sunday afternoon, not every Sunday, but some Sundays, they would just come and walk around the horseshoe and talk to current students and just, like,
1: Uh,
4: stay plugged in with campus. And I just – I don't know. That's so cool. Freshman and, like, being the first one out of my family to come here, that just, like, showed me, like, how deep. Ran and i could just like tell like you know there's the like saying like you know you're a gamecock for a short time or a student for a short time but the gamecock for a lifetime and like they just like totally embodied that and so i think that's like really applicable now too with the whole thing
5: yeah that's that, awesome
4: that were and so i would that would be like half my horseshoe stop and it would be towards the end of my tour and cool. i I would just love telling it because I'm like, this is like, like the pride is like a real thing, not just like on football days or March Madness or whatever it was. It's like random Sunday afternoons. It's still there.
1: Dang,
5: that's really cool, Kylie.
1: Thanks. I love that story.
5: (laughs) One story or joke?
1: That's crazy. Like, and that was
4: while you're trying to get certified. Like, yeah, that was like my freshman year. So like, that's prime
1: time. Like, oh yeah, Yeah,
5: four years ago, like formation
1: yeah
5: dang that's awesome mine's not as cool as that whatever it's about to be I still don't know what it's going <laughs> to be uh, uh I think telling this maybe not be a joke I'm really sorry I, I'm not going to answer your questions straight on uh but probably telling visitors about the final four is what I'll miss because they could just tell like my face lit up and I just got super giddy about it and probably honestly doing the clapping circle. Cause I do the clapping circle. I've done it every single tour.
2: Really? And,
5: yeah. I've done it every single tour. It's like the, I, it's like the favorite part of my tour and it's also really cool. when you have a lot of prospective students that you can sometimes kind of tell that their parents just dragged them on the tour or maybe they're not it's like really early if I was on an early shift and they just do not want to be there. Like that was the stop that like got them engaged. That was the stop that like got them interested if they weren't already interested just because it's like a very spontaneous thing to do. And spontaneity seems to like lighten people up sometimes. So I'll miss doing that and telling people about the final four. And I of course would probably make like little dad jokes at every single stop. So it's kind of hard to pick one.
1: Yeah, I'm now thinking about it, it's kind of like for the final four I mean now it's going to be like people like me the ambassadors like me who talk about it in like second hand you know mm-hmm. but the mm-hmm. last class who really experienced that the fountain in five points and the fountain in front of like P2 is yeah. graduating now so it's really the story um, if it's told, it's gonna be through secondhand instead of like a firsthand experience, which is crazy to even
5: think about. Yeah, and it's even more sad because the girls are probably gonna go back to the Final Four. And it was not, gonna it's happen again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Would I would say it on every year. one of
4: my tours. I'd be like, yeah, like I'm hoping it's gonna come full circle, senior year. I'm hoping to be in yeah. that.
0: I just like, knew
4: one or two months.
1: <laughs> I just knew it was gonna. Be yeah,
5: fun. they were definitely gonna win it. They were. They're.
1: They're too good yeah Don actually came on earlier I it's know fun. I
4: watched for like yes. and again like one of those like 10 minute spans, and I was like oh, mm-hmm. oh like uh, Don Staley yes. that was so neat
1: She <laughs> so you talked a little bit about it and she was expressing like um, her concerns about like even publicity as far as the girls in the media they're being number one but for a lot of media sources in ESPN they weren't really recognized as much as like UConn and other um other schools and so she expressed that but we 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 reassured her that we have all trust in her mm. and the women's basketball team. So if they yeah. if, if the pandemic took it from us this year, then next year I'm mm. gonna Ellen. So
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Yeah, I think they're gonna go get it next year. I really do.
0: But um as we've been telling all of our guests, um, this is as fun, much fun as we're having. This is all for charity. So we've had people give as much as $1. We've have, had people give as much as $250. So uh, click the link and give to the U of SC COVID-19 relief fund. Um, every little bit counts. We are now at, I'll do a little shake. That's why I've been fiddling with this entire time. Um we are currently at one thousand three hundred sixteen dollars
5: and one cent. Nice, um, thank you.
0: Yeah, so I'll definitely do that. We are um, so thankful that you guys came on, um, and thankful. Thank you. Uh, I know, like as seniors, it's really hard, but thank you for your service to this university. Um, as university ambassadors, y'all really are the first line of defense for. Um, <laughs> all of our f- future Gamecocks, and um, I think, like, a lot of times y'all go, y'all are really unsung heroes, a lot of the work that y'all do, and it's um, it's so thankful, it's so, I, I mean, it's so good, and it's so necessary, and even though, like, y'all probably won't get the swan song that y'all deserve, like, um, truly, this university is better because of your leadership.
5: Oh, That's so kind.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> makes me feel good.
1: <laughs> yeah,
5: that is so kind. Thank you.
1: I have I have three more quick questions and there's some are rapid fire and some one is like a memory. But the first one is of course and we always ask this horseshoe or gi- horseshoe or um Gibbs. Gibbs, mm.
5: Gibbs gang.
1: No, not two Gibbs. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. my you. goodness. Oh horseshoe no. you all the way. I I know you said at the end that when I say my horseshoe, I was like at the end. I At <laughs> <laughs> the end but oh my goodness okay and then favorite shit favorite time to do shit oh
4: oh wow i was a big monday morning girl for a while (sighs) because i like being from like out of state i liked getting those out of staters on either monday or friday but i'd rather work monday but i don't know i was on thursday two to three or two to three two to five this semester, and Thursday afternoons were fun. Like, you really? still get the people coming in for the weekend, but it wasn't slammed, like, Friday and Monday, so you'd get to know, like, the other ambassadors on your shift. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. If you ever have the chance, Hannah, Thursday, two to five. It's a good time. I'm looking through
0: it. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah, I was, I was going to say, actually, the same thing, but not third, two to five, but Thursday, 8.30 to 11.30. I had that, like, two semesters ago, I think. And it kind of was the same thing, like where you have like a little bit of it was like kind of crowded, but more importantly, I, like I like love just sitting and talking to other ambassadors on my shift. And of course, obviously, when visitors come in, we'd have to not not like we have to stop talking, whatever. But like getting to know the rookies a little more, getting to know my coaches a little more on my shift uh, was was definitely a lot of fun because I had Thursdays eight thirty, seven thirty twice. One is a rookie and one is a coach, which is a lot of fun. And then I had Wednesdays this past semester. Wednesdays is actually kind of cool. I enjoyed Wednesdays, but Thursdays is probably my favorite.
1: Yeah, I think of all the ones I've had, all of the people are great, but it's more of just the timing and picking up the pace. Like, I know I was painting. I don't know why. I I chose Tuesdays this semester, but I only had Fridays. And Mondays until this semester ends Tuesday, and it was just such a different feel. Um, barely like pulling teeth to get a tour because I mean, not a lot of people tour on a yeah. Tuesday. Um, and so that was different. I and it was crazy because my freshman year I only had Fridays, and then first semester sophomore year I had a good shift on Monday, and so I low key I had to freshen up on my. Um, VC skills. I was like, I don't know. How do like, the, <laughs> yeah. phone, the phone's ringing. Like, so the phone's ringing, guys. Like, I don't know. <laughs> how do I answer yeah. this? Yeah. No, really. But I think if I could choose, I really love Friday 12 to 3. I loved it. I, my That's first a shift. Semester, uh, it wish was Friday. Yes, my first semester was Friday 2 to 5. And it was great because it was busy, but also it's like, ah, oh, it's 5 o'clock now and I'm on campus, you know. So twelve to three, I think it's the perfect in between stage of like, oh, this is a great shift and then okay, it's three o'clock and I'm done with (laughs) today. And then uh, okay, I say I would leave with the your what's gonna be your favorite memory, um your favorite memory since coming to USC.
5: Wow.
4: Oh God (laughs) You're hitting us with the hard ones, Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> for flag, oh jeez. Mm. Uh, there were so many, literally so many.
1: Oh man, this is gonna take a second to think about.
5: I guess while I'm thinking, I'll bring up one just in case something else comes up. Pretty generic. We've already discussed it, but I like to I'll describe the describe my final four celebration uh in vivid more vivid detail and this is kind of how I explain it on my tour stops (laughs) uh so I think after the guys beat Duke that's when we had our first big celebration Mm -hmm. and with the girls of course everyone was expecting them to win it was just like how much are they going to win by and if they like when are they going to play like someone like one of the blue bloods in the women's college basketball like Baylor, UConn or something Um, but after the guys beat Duke um, I remember me and my roommate were watching it in our in Bates West and we had like our whole hall was in one room watching and it was an absolute blast even our RM was in there we had like 20 something people in one room crowded around one little tv Um, but after the guys beat Duke uh, we like ran as fast as we could because we saw like on snapchat that people were like, assembling around the fountain, and we ran as fast as we could to T-Coop, and I always describe it in my tours, like, if, as visitors, if they've seen World War Z, and they're like, oh, yeah, like Brad Pitt, I'm like, all right, so just imagine, like, a bunch of zombies running like that, but instead, like, very energetic, excited college students, and that's literally what I felt like, it was, like, me and my roommate and all of our friends and then plus like all the south quad east quad cliff apartment people like all running up to the t-coop and it was so much fun and by the time we got there there were of course already like thousands of students inside the fountain outside the fountain there were like those there was like a group of people with those t-rex inflatable t-rex costumes around the (laughs) fountain it was so weird and just like High-fiving and hugging random people that I've never met before in my entire life. Like, guys come up to me and be like, I love you, man. Like, this is the greatest day ever. Like, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, we we just beat Duke. And then, of course, like, the fountain became a celebration spot for the, you know, subsequent victories for the guys and the girls. And it was just, ugh, it was a blast. I
1: would do anything to have lived in that moment. I That's literally the one moment. I'm like, that would have <laughs> Uh
5: That's much yeah fun. it was
4: fun yeah it was like cool being a freshman too because like we were all on campus so we were all like mm-hmm. right there and I was like the same like like we had 15 people from my hall all packed in my room and it was weird because like the first half no one really thought we were gonna win that Duke game but then like so like generally like it was just me and my roommate and then like a couple other people in my room but then like after halftime when it started looking like okay we really have a chance then like slowly like more people started to like trickle into my room and then all of a sudden like there were 15 of us and we were screaming like some of my friends were in their pajamas and they had to like change out of their pajamas like his, like USC t-shirts and we were running down the hall and oh it was that was good that was definitely one of my top memories too uh, I think this might be one of my favorite it's so hard to pick, but, don't mm-hmm. you know, so my junior year, so our junior year, and then your sophomore year, Hannah, we played Missouri. Um, it was, like, a home game. It was also, like, family weekend, so my parents were in town, which was awesome. But I don't know if you guys remember that game. It was literally, like, 90 oh, degrees. Oh, yeah. It was so hot. And then yeah. – We, like, I was debating on leaving at halftime because, like, my parents had the tailgate shot outside. We were like, oh, we could just go chill there. We could, like, pack up and, like, go home. Like, it was that hot. And I usually stay for the whole game. So, for us to be, like, debating that was, like, a big deal because we were not playing well at all. But then we were like, okay, we'll, like, stay through halftime. We'll see what happens. And then at the beginning of the third quarter, then all of a sudden the entire sky opened up out of nowhere and it started pouring. Yeah. And we were, it wasn't like, I always tell like, I tell this story on my tours too, but I always say like, it's not like it was just raining. Like we were soaked to the bone, like pouring. Yeah. But then people, the like football team started to play like a whole lot better. And I was like, yes, like, you know, now we're cooled off. Like we're playing better. We're going to win. Um, And then with about five minutes left in the game, we were about to get the ball back or driving or something like that. And then the announcer came on the loudspeaker and was like, you all have to leave the stadium. There's been a lightning warning. And to me, I was like, Oh my gosh, like we've been here for what? Three and a half hours. Like this is like been insane, but we're like, no, we're loyal fans. Like we're going to stay. And so <laughs> luckily, like, again, it was family weekend. So I went out to my friend's tailgate with Blake, you came with me actually yeah. was a whole bunch of ambassadors. And then yeah. like, a couple of my like, r- like roommate friends. And then like, Ten ambassadors came out to like my parents' tailgate spot. We waited out there for like an hour, which just like was fun in in of itself because we were all just like hanging out. And then I remember going back into the stadium because at this point it had been like what four, four and a half hours since kickoff. I was like, oh, there's not gonna be that many students there. Like a lot of people probably went home. Like a lot of people probably didn't have anywhere to go when they left the stadium. Like whatever, you know. And I remember we went back in there and there were still a ton of people. Mm-hmm. And we won we were so loud and we won that game at the last minute. And I just like that game and like March Madness and then the game where we beat Georgia were like top three like most pride like moments, you know? Yeah. You know, like, when our women's Those team went awesome. freshman year, like, going to that parade, that was, like, uh, oh, yeah, that game junior year. And then, like, when we beat Georgia. But, like, I just remember loving that game because it was literally a five-hour ordeal. And, like, everyone was still there and cheering and excited, even, like, through the bad weather. So I love that. That was a good memory. Probably my favorite home game
5: ever. Kylie, it almost felt like it was, like, louder with less people in there. Than it was. I don't know. It was really it was like an eerie feeling. It was so cool.
1: And then I just want, um, especially as ambassadors, like we give tours to prospective students. So a lot of the people, it's not all of them, that come here, they've taken a tour from one of us, um, ambassadors. And so, um, having them going through this time, they're getting like their graduation completely. Most of them taken away from them and no prom, things of that nature. And they come into the uncertainty of not knowing what this fall would look like. Do you guys have any advice for the students that probably led to come to mm-hmm. the place that you love to call home for you? For
4: oh, that's such a good question. And it's like my, yeah. I have a younger brother who's a senior. And so he's, not really getting prom they still haven't called off his graduation yet but I mean it's probably gonna be called off so like I kind of see it happening too it's weird because we're both home we're both seniors but like one's in college one's in high school but I think like I guess my piece of advice like what I'll tell him what I'll tell like any other people I always say this again I feel like I'm being cliche because I'm like oh I say this on my tours but I really do and this is like my biggest piece of advice, I always tell my prospective students, no matter where you guys end up going to school, so for literally any freshman, um, whenever they do get to campus, whether it's in the fall 2021, I always say get involved, like, right out of the gate, and I'm sure you guys are, like, the same way, because, like, that's where, like, I know we've met a lot of our best friends, that's where, like, I've built, like, the most connections, where I've grown the most. Like, I always just say, get involved, like, pick out five different things. Don't stick with all five if you don't love all five. You know, a lot of times you might only end up sticking with one or two, but get involved when you get to campus, because that'll make, you know, this place feel more like home, especially if you didn't get to visit it, especially if you didn't get to get that summer orientation. Um, So that would probably be my piece of advice.
5: Yeah, that's really good, Kylie. I think mine would be probably to I guess cling tight to the memories that you did make the previous like four years um for all the high schoolers uh and just reflect on everything you've you've done and all like the positive memories you've had like all the maybe the negative ones the stuff that you've had to learn from uh and then most importantly like try to look forward to the next four years or you know hopefully if they if they come to USC, that'd be great. But even if not, like we say in our tours, I'm sure a lot of us, uh, like hopefully they can find their home. Uh, just because I think no matter how much fun you think high school is, college is always better. Like it is just exponentially better. So just, yeah, cling tight to the memories you had. But most importantly, look forward because you're going to have the best four years of your life once coronavirus uh, doesn't start or stop kicking our butt. So.
0: As a senior, I definitely agree with both of those. I mean, getting involved was the best thing, like, I've ever done. And I mean, like, I thought, like, uh, high school, I hated high school for the most part, but I love marching band. But, like, college blew high school out of the water. Um, sure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, once again, thank y'all so much for your service to this university, and thank you so much for coming on. I know it is 547 a.m., which is crazy, but we're so thankful that y'all decided to come on today. Um, And... I hope, like, your next chapter is great. I mean, I know for most of us, we don't know what's next um, in the midst of this corona crisis. Um, and if you do know what's next, you're doing better than me. But um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's next. I don't either. <laughs> uh, But we're really so excited that y'all came on. Uh, thank
1: you, guys.
0: For the last yeah, minute, you.
1: too. It was like last minute, last night, I was like, oh, I'm just going to throw this in there. Hopefully, someone likes it.
4: Yeah, no, thanks for thinking of us and go you guys for putting this all together. Like this has been like, like I said, I've been like tuning in and it's been fun to watch. It's been like, obviously for a great cause. So good for you guys just being leaders, especially like in times like these, I've personally found it really hard to still like keep up with my leadership positions and you guys are going above and beyond. So keep it up. Keep, keep kicking butt till 4 (laughs) p.m.
5: yeah I'd echo what Kylie said I think this is really awesome um i I definitely tip my hat off to you guys for doing this um and lyric I, we've never met but I've like I your name I've heard your name so many times over the years it's like your presence is known on campus just know that <laughs> yeah in, in the best way possible um and I, and you and Hannah heading this up is. Uh, what Kylie said tremendous I won't go on too long but echoing what she said I think this is awesome and it's been a lot of fun so thank you guys for having us
1: yeah thanks for, thank
4: thanks for thinking of us it's been fun first podcast checked, off.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> podcast checked off can't wait to see all that you guys do you always of course will be a part of the Ambassador family but well, with that I'll, I will see you guys
0: later yeah thanks guys good
1: bye. Luck.
0: you guys got it See you. bye y'all. thank you so much
5: Of course, stay strong.
0: But we just added Dr. Ann Edwards. Um, Dr. Edwards, can you hear us?
3: I can. Good morning. Oh, good morning.
0: Good morning.
3: How's it going? It's going, okay. Logistically-wise,
1: great. I mean, yes, we had a few bumps in the road. Um, Lyric lives in 21 Oaks. The power went out. And so then I became a host for like half of a um guest episode but then she got power right when she was about to go move to different locations but besides that everything is going great it's just this is the prime hour to wear
0: that energy yeah yeah um,
3: keep it, it up keep it up ladies
0: then having like to reconfigure the schedule a little bit so like heather Brandt sent me an email at 506 a.m and was like I didn't see you email me Oh, um, and she was just like can you get me on and I was like okay so I was like so she just got off.
3: So we. Yeah, uh, I was she, just listening to her.
0: Yeah, she had like been a, following y'all. Yes, she had like a twenty-minute slot. So we've been on. I like so this is our. We're going into hour fourteen. Um,
3: it's impressive.
0: So we are.
3: Going I'm in. thankful that um, I I missed the um, the singing episodes or the hours. <laughs> the sing- Thank Thank. Thank you for not inviting me during that segment.
0: We were thinking about it. We were thinking about it. We like Like, there was a free stop. My brother came on and dropped the line for us. Um, My brother and my sister were on a on on episode. Like there's been a lot. Like my mom gave Hannah a shout out. There was a lot going. There's been a lot going going. on. I I think. What we did talk about in one of the early episodes, we were uh, we were talking about what are we excited to see? Um, I, Yeah, at the 12-hour mark, we were talking about what we were excited to see in the second half, and I said, I was really excited um, for you to come on, actually, because I think a lot of students, like, they see these student life programs that they run, that they love so much that really make their college experience, but they don't know that you're really, like, the person behind it all, Um, and so they don't really know who you are, Dr. Edwards, so I I thought that it was really cool for you to finally kind of introduce yourself to the world. Um, And because I I mean, like a lot of times, like, you know, like we, we get to talk to you all the time, but a lot of other people don't get to uh, know the great person you are. So um, introduce yourself.
3: Awesome. Thank you. And thank you for having me on. Um, I'm Anna Edwards and I serve as the AVP for Student Life at USC and I am in my um, 15th year Um, working at USC professionally and grew up in a small town in North Carolina, Western North Carolina, Lenore, Um, the oldest of three girls from a white-collar family. Dad owned a lumber company, and we spent a lot of time out in the woods. I think that's part of why I love being outside so much. Um, One thing that many students do know about me that I try to uh, just put out there early is that I did go to that other school in the state for undergrad. I don't know. We all we all have a journey and that's that's usually the way I, I talk about it, that we all have a story and we all have our path, and my path took me to Clemson. Um, interestingly, I was gonna be a nurse and so that's why I went to Clemson. Yeah, my high school Best friend went to Clemson for a campus tour and said it is not for me but I think it would be something a place you would find um, you yeah, know that you would like small town seemed to be in the mountains which is kind of where I like to to have my place um and so I went there for four years had a great experience as a student leader um had an opportunity to work on political campaigns to work um I was a president of my sorority um and political science and communications is kind of how I found my my place when nursing. Um, it was my first semester, and I often tell students that um, you know, again, we all have a journey, and we all have those bumps in the road. And my bump was freshman year. I took four sciences: I took mm. psychology, sociology, biology, and chemistry. Oh, Yes, and so that was my realization that nursing was not for me. I had a 1.75 my first semester. Woo! I know, was on academic probation. Um, and so can definitely sympathize with many of our students who struggle that first semester and just finding their way, finding their place, uh, finding their voice on campus, but also managing the academic um, expectations. So, Uh, Found my way into political science, like many, many students do. Thought I was going to go to law school and um, (laughs) had a lot of great experiences, but I didn't end up in law school. Uh, Worked for um, a couple years before coming back to USC for graduate school. Met my husband, who is now my husband, interning in D.C. So Washington, D.C. is a very important place. For us because we we met there and, um, again, thought I was going to return back to D.C., but he was from South Carolina, and so I felt um, compelled to come back to graduate school, and so I loved being on college campuses. I loved the opportunity to um, get to know college students. That was kind of the group that I um, felt where I could make my greatest impact, and so came back um, to the University of South Carolina and was only intending to be there for um, two years for the master's in higher ed and student affairs position and had an assistantship in fraternity and sorority life, lived in South Tower, um, which is sometimes uh, uh, something students don't know. Um, actually, we, we got married and we moved into South Tower together. Um, so I think before South Tower was co-ed, he might have been one of the first males to live in South Tower. How did you so he found that actually to be quite entertaining. It was the sorority residence hall, and so he was into all of the activities that uh, many of our college women were dealing with during the I guess that was two thousand two, two thousand three, um, and and really intended to leave South Carolina after my graduate program and and move on, but. Um, have had a really incredible opportunity to, to grow as a person, to grow as a leader, um, and to watch our campus change over the last 15 years, really, um, as a professional. And, um, you know, I, I find it to be one of the, the greatest um, opportunities of my life to, to lead the Department of Student Life. I'm fairly new into this role. I'm going into my third year as the AVP. I spent 10 years as a director of student services and learned a lot about the university, learned a lot about how things got done, learned a lot about um, students and how to work with students to, to create change on campus or to help, help students get done what they want to get done. Um, and so I've, um, it's been a great, a great ride and I love South Carolina and even threw on a little bit of garnet today yes. just to remind myself. How much i love garnet um but
0: luke said earlier, i mean huh? oh sorry you can go no please go
3: luke
0: said earlier that he wants to see you and president caslin get into like a race because he said he thinks that y'all can go y'all can go toe for toe as far as like the athletics
3: <laughs> oh wow who said that luke oh that's funny <laughs> yeah i don't think president caslin runs He does a lot of burpees and pull-ups, and that's not my style.
1: (laughs) Okay, you said you were in a sorority. What sorority were you in?
3: Kappa Kappa Gamma.
1: Okay.
3: Yeah. And worked for him for a year after I uh, finished at Clemson and traveled to 33 college campuses across North America, um, working with their chapters and – did that during nine 11, which I know is hard to go back there. Um, but it was a really, um, a really impactful year for me to, to be on the road, to be somewhat living alone, um, during that, during that crisis in our country and and figuring out how to, how to rebound.
0: I actually have a question. So, um, we we have plenty of conversations. I like have had plenty of conversations over the last year and a half. Like <laughs> Dr. Edwards knows like most of the inner workings of my brain. Um, but I, I think like one thing that I've noticed like um, as we switch digitally, like in almost everybody's Zoom calls is either their dogs or their kids. Um, but one thing that I think that has always been so fascinating about you is that you have a very influential um, position at the university, and, but you're also a wife and you're a mom and you commute every day um, from Chapin. And I mean, like you manage to, I mean, like a student leaders, you're always there for us, but at the same time, like you're always have to be there for your kids too, I mean, your husband. And I mean, like we've seen your, your husband and your kids sometimes on campus at different events um, and things of that nature. I mean in addition to still being active in the community um and involved in other organizations i mean still being active um I mean you're still an active alum for Clemson and i mean and things of that nature so I just have a question like how like how do you eventually i mean like that's one of the things like i think i'm I've always been like most not scared of for like growing up but like i mean wanting to have quote unquote it all and like how do you truly balance that and is it ever really possible to have it all or So I always
3: wanted to ask you that. Great question. Um, I don't think you can ever have it all. I mean, I think you have to define what having it all is for you. Um, And then maybe if if it fits within that definition, then you for yourself can say, yeah, I, I do have it all. And for me, family is very important. I know we've talked about that a lot, Lyric, over the time we've gotten to know each other that, uh, family is important, but also i 'm um, very driven as a professional and as a woman in this field where um, it 's hard to find your seat at the table and hard to get that seat at the table and sometimes family can um, impact your ability to get there and you know i'm i'm proud to have three three kids that I have the opportunity to help shape and help develop into contributing uh, members of our society and, and hopefully great people. Um, you know, I, I find balance to be a very interesting term, particularly right now when we're doing everything virtually and, um, we're, we're trying to, to make it all work. So I'm currently trying to homeschool three kids 13 to four. So the four year old is, is probably the one we're challenged with the most because his attention span is about 30 minutes. Um, And every Zoom meeting is about an hour. Um, But I think it's important as women, particularly that in whatever field we're in, that we have to determine what, what we want out of our, out of our life. And if we want a family, if we want a career, then we've got to make choices where we can make those things intersect. And, um, I think it's all about who your partner is as well. If you're, if you're able to have a partner and that's important to you, having that person to help balance and share those priorities or those, um, you know, desires that you want to have. Um, you know, my, my husband, partner in crime, um, is someone that, that helps me do what, what I do. Um, because I couldn't do it without him because we we definitely share share the the responsibility of parenting and um all the things that come with that um, but I'm a very you know when I set my mind to something and um decide that I want to do something, then it's really hard to to keep me from doing that and um I think how I've um, grown professionally and and how I've um, made this Um, kind of interwoven my my family and my professional life is, I mean, there have been sacrifices as well. I mean, I don't get to everything I need to get to for my kids. And I also don't get to everything that I want to get to for my job. um, Because that's just, those are the decisions you have to make. But I think you have to set your priorities. You have to know what's really important to you. um, And then you just have to make it work. And you have to make sacrifices along the way to to make it work. Um, and I know you two will be in that, that position, whether it's, you know, sooner or later, um, but where you have to really start making some decisions on how do you, what do you really want out of this life that we have and how do you want to make a difference and how do you want to help contribute and, um, you know, there are days where it is, it is ugly, (laughs) particularly (laughs) these days, um, you know, it's really hard, and, um, but life is hard, and, you know, we've got a great opportunity to, um, to really help kids and college students navigate a pandemic, and um, again, I think it's a really incredible responsibility that, that I have, and many others have, and um, it's, it's all about teamwork.
0: If I'm not mistaken, like, weren't you pregnant while you were pr- finishing off your doctoral program?
3: And, I was.
0: And working a full-time job at the same. I mean, yeah. How was yeah. that? Hats off to you. That's Thank absolutely you. Thank you. incredible. And my,
3: my research was on um, white men and their uh, drinking patterns in fraternities. So I did this whole study on masculinity and alcohol, and um, of course found out I was carrying a male. um, So that was (laughs) Uh fascinating. Um, But yeah, I mean, if I put my mind to something, I'm I'm pretty determined that I'm going to finish it. So I finished data collection the day that I left work for maternity leave.
1: And then... I know like you're like motivated to where you said you put, if you put your mind into something, you will complete it. But how is it not just getting, checking off the boxes, but even just balancing. So how is it like, do you have to have like a clear cutoff time or is there sometimes where do you give something up for something else? Of course, family is totally different, but still with all that you're involved in, and especially in that time with doctoral degree, having a full-time job and then carrying a child, how is it? Is it sometimes difficult?
3: Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's very difficult. And every day, you know, I'm, I'm somebody that um, my team knows that I like to know a lot that's going on. And I think at times, you know, and right now you're just consumed by everything and, and can almost be over consumed by the details and, Um, you know, I, I think where I have to check myself is I have to trust others and I have to trust that, um, we've got a team of people in place who share the same values that share the same outcomes and, um, and, and share the, the responsibility, whether that's in work or that's family or that's volunteer, um. On May the 7th, I will assume the presidency of the Junior League of Columbia, which is a volunteer organization here in Columbia that um, supports uh, healthy kids and families in our community in the Midlands and um, has given a great deal of of money and volunteer time to Richland One and also to um, associated programs in this community. And when you think about the responsibilities that come with that on top of uh, family, and job, but again, there's a team in place. It's not about the person at the top. It's not about the person in the role. Um, it's about using your team to achieve what needs to be achieved, and um, I I think to be a leader, you have to rely on the people around you um, because you you can't do it all. I mean, it's not humanly possible for everybody to do everything they want to do, and I mean, you'd be pulling 24-hour up all nights all the time (laughs) and I don't think you all want to do that all the time. Um, but I do think it's using your team and and balancing and, and prioritizing those things in your life.
0: Um, after such a, like, uh, you've been at USC as, it's over 20 years now. No,
3: just short 17. If I count grad school. Yeah.
0: So 17 years, um, so what is your favorite, like, I know you probably have tons. I know, like you said, the cab trip is one of your favorite things to, um, to do with students, but um, what are some of your favorite memories, I think, um, from USC where grad school or, I mean, just certain, well, you know, what? I'll make it easier since assuming the AVP role, what's been some of your favorite memories and that'll make it easier. I will. Um
3: I think reimagining First Night Carolina um, that has been one of my that was one of my responsibilities when I um, was first hired. Um, I was first hired in this job that was kind of a special project. Do a little bit of everything, and I had some events, and one of the events was First Night Carolina. That's where I learned the alma mater and the fight song, so you can be proud of that. I I can do both of those things. I won't do them live right now, but I can do those things. Um, but reimagining First Night Carolina um was something that I had had on my list for a long time. Um, but there was a, a strong connection to the football stadium and a strong connection to what football does for the traditions of first year students. Um, but I felt really strongly that the horseshoe and the Russell House and building a sense of community um closer into campus was was really important and we had heard that from students um and um You know, I felt like we needed to try it, and um, it that event still. I mean, it gives me chills thinking about it. Uh, Just the energy on the horseshoe, um, the excitement of first year students, and when I think about fall, um, and I think about how events like that could possibly change in this new environment we're in, it that makes me really sad um, because it it's so much about the Gamecock spirit that has kept me here. For so long, and um, just how special that is in that event, and um, that is definitely one of my favorite memories. And um, making that a reality—I mean, the students and the the team that made that happen—I um, just I look forward to, to that day every year.
1: Yeah, we were on on um, the call with uh, Dr. William Tate. We were giving him some tips about traditions and everything. And he asked us. He turned the turned the Michael on us, was like what are y'all's favorite suggestions and we couldn't choose like there's too many to choose from but um we narrowed it down to two I um for each person and I said my my first night Carolina and I think that was the was that the first time that it was um changed to that setting. so I guess I with the prototype trial right. and when I tell you I was like, is this how you, this is you, this is college? Like, it was setting a standard. i was like, this is college. I don't know. Like, I can't even choose how much food truck I want to get food from. Yeah. Pelicans over there. Fireworks and DJ. I don't even. It was <laughs> uh, amazing. And then um, this year, this past year, um, we were going to talk like Like, Neither of us were freshmen this year, but we definitely made an appearance. She spoke and hosted but and then I just made an appearance as a regular student at First Night Carolina like it was that what the what you guys did an amazing job I don't know what it was before but I just know that is the time like and technically like of course freshmen move in and it's that night but for upper class, I mean, you really have to be in tune like because classes don't start until a little bit later so it's like okay but when is First Night Carolina? a so for yeah. our students, upperclassmen to be so in tune or enjoy that um, experience so much to where they will come to campus early in order to experience that before classes, I
0: think says a lot. I will say that I, I've experienced, I've been to four, four, fir- I've been to every single First Night Carolina since mm-hmm. I've been a student, um, so, like, my first one, it wasn't all that. It would always be, like, you know, the teams come out, et cetera. It's a little ride. Then there would be, like, a little weird comedian at the end. Everybody – and then, like, uh, my – so, like, my freshman year, it was kind of like, ah. Um, and then my sophomore year, I volunteered for some – I was getting some community service hours. But um, it actually – like, that ended up being one of my favorite – It it ended up being one of my favorite USC memories, not from when I actually – went through the first night Carolina, but it was just because of like your year. I didn't even know you yet, Hannah, but, um, I, that was my first real night as an RM. So like I met with my residents like 10 minutes before walking them on the horseshoe. Um, and then I was like, Oh, this is kind of cool. And then I went and go, I went and stood, um, over by all the other upperclassmen who were trying to see what's going on because, you know, Taylor and Charlotte, um were hosting and so I kinda hung out by them and then I was like, oh this is nice. And then um uh, Courtney, um that was I met Courtney like the week before at RM training. And she was just like, so this is the trick for first night Carolina and how you present this to your residents. She said, y'all have to act like it's always been like this. Like y'all have to act like it's always been late. Y'all gotta act like First Night Carolina has always been jumping. Don't talk about what happened last year or the year before you gotta act like it's always been the best thing in the world. And so, like we we acted like it was always the best thing in the world, and then this year was just a blast. Um, hosting, me and me and Luke ran off for like a uh, an hour to tears, and oh my god! Um, and then we it's came the back search
3: party for you.
0: And then we came back um, for the food trucks. Um, I got Luke to sneak in line for me and get me some sliders from Home Team. There was a little dance party. I mean, I'm talking about I'm old. 21 years old out here and with pushing kids out the way to get a donut and <laughs> it, was, it was a beautiful experience y'all really did that, that, was great. that was great. um i also have i i know i asked i asked um dr pruitt this all the time um and i've asked uh, several other people um after a long career in student affairs i i don't think much could surprise you until, I mean, a pandemic happens. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) um, So how do you, like, I mean, like, there's no, like, class that can prepare you for something like this or anything. How are you, um, even as experienced as you are, like, how are you learning to innovate and still find new ways to engage and um, just find new ways to do kind of like your old job, if that makes sense.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's been the last six or seven weeks. And um, fortunately for, for for the leaders in student life and many in student life, we've been really thinking about how we reimagine what we do anyway, you know, how we serve more students, how we do it in innovative and new ways, how we look for opportunities to, um, to, to truly innovate. And this opportunity, the, I guess we can call it an opportunity the pandemic has given us a, 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 an ability to refocus our our energies and, and refocus what our work is and you know I think in order you know to, to continue innovating um, we've really got to think about again what do we do and what's our, our purpose in the department of student life and then how do we how do we engage students how do we help, Understand what students want, and so much of what we do in the Department of Student Life is spending time with students, understanding how we make their experience the best it can be. And um, you know, I think our innovation comes from hearing from students like you and your peers, reading about what other campuses are doing, or watching what you know K twelve is doing. Um, you know, just to to find the lessons for higher ed. Um, you know, I. I do have this tendency in me where um, as much as what we do is great, there's always more we can be doing. We can always push it a little more. We can have, um, you know, a greater impact. We can serve a different group of students. We can have a a different focus. And um, I think that desire to continue to, to innovate comes from, um, reading, it comes from talking to students, it comes from talking um, to colleagues at other campuses and, you know, every new idea that, that I hear, that I see, trying to direct it to the person or to the place where we can make that a reality and kind of bring that to life. Um, but I think this pandemic has forced all of us to really focus on what our, what our true priorities are and what, what is truly mission critical. Um, because those things that are mission critical have been able to maintain during this time. Um, you know, we've been able to host um, Hip Hop Wednesday. We've been able to host virtual comedians. We've been able to host virtual trivias and escape rooms, um, online fitness classes. So we, we've we done a lot of things that are core to our mission. I think where we're going to be challenged when we come out of this is how do we navigate the um, and continue to innovate in an environment where we're going to have restrictions. We're going to have to, um, limit the number of people, um, who come to events. We're going to have to have some additional layers in uh, the student programming side that, you know, make your head spin a little bit, honestly, because it, it, it challenges the enterprise and it challenges the environment so much that, um, just got to find the the headspace to go there and think about it and to to come up with a plan. And I think, you know, we've got a lot of creative people on our staff and got incredible student leaders who help come up with those plans. Um, And it's almost like you got to put pen to paper and you got to start mapping out how some of these programs will look um, when there's a new idea, how we, how we move something off the books um, or, or off our calendar to make room for something new. Um, and you know, innovation is, is hard and innovation takes a lot of creativity. And I think sometimes people think new ideas just come, but new ideas really require a lot of time and energy and, um, you know, a lot of scratch marks on a piece of paper to make it right. And then, you know, for, you just gotta, you just gotta take some action and do it and then, you know, evaluate what worked and what didn't work. Um, but I think this pandemic is going to give us a really incredible opportunity to, to innovate um, and be creative and not be so complicated. I mean, so much of what this has taught us is you can simply, I mean, I know it wasn't simply to put this together, but you can simply connect with people. And we create, in my opinion, sometimes a really complicated process of connecting with people or making things fit. Um, and so I think you know innovation is is not always adding more it's sometimes looking to how we can simplify um, and, and make things more meaningful
0: yeah.
1: and I know like you mentioned I mean even you mentioned that this wasn't simple to put together but relatively for what it was worth what well, we had this idea of maybe a week a week and a half ago and still then it was kind of a just an idea to roughly a week to five days ago, and then still we didn't come up with the list list until
0: last <laughs> night. Yesterday, <laughs> it's now the night before last. Yeah, because so it's we, now we Saturday,
1: <laughs> right? So two days. I don't even know what. I don't even know where. We're at. But and then the link didn't. We didn't officially test the link until what an hour before. So how everything worked out and how well it's going. It was pretty simple for just i mean you know last minute come together it did it worked out you know and and, I, and that this is where we've been talking about it throughout the podcast where lyric and i are different she can go off the bat and just like bring stuff together and works and i have to plan but this and it it showed me how sometimes we over over complicate things basically mm-hmm. if i'm the number one person i will over complicate a situation um, or if i hear a big idea lyrics a visionary and I'm definitely an executor so here, a big idea I'm like what about this how are we even gonna go about it I don't even know where to start um where we just over complicate some things just press press share on a zoom press live and just talk for 24 hours and let people come in and out like and I really thought this was like I don't know I have no idea but it really goes to, so that's one lesson that I'm learning throughout this family um to not stress stress over everything, it's not worth it because at the end of the day, a pandemic can happen, you know. And so, then you stress all for nothing and then stop yeah. overcomplicating things because that's unnecessary, too. I'm glad you brought that up.
3: Absolutely.
0: Um, I have a question for you, Dr. Edwards. I'm not actually sure if you can answer it, but you know, I think you can. <clears throat> you know, hey, Uh-oh. um, since you are. I think you're the first like we've had student affairs grad students on but you're the first student affairs professional from USC that we've had on uh, I'm interested to find out um uh, who are some of your favorite student leaders that you've been able to work with since you've been here and I mean like obviously it's been a lot so mm-hmm. nobody get mad at her if she doesn't say Bong. don't get mad this is a shouting out <laughs> I know like there are let's come to month and they're not I mean, some of them might be on the show later or have been on the show earlier. I mean, are and I know they're not all going to come from student government because you, you actually get to see everybody from student media and then like um, also like, you know, Carolina Productions and things of that nature. Um, so over your time here, like who have been some of your favorite student leaders to work with?
3: Gosh, that that is definitely a trick question and a difficult question, because when I started in student life, um, I mentioned First Night Carolina, but also had the opportunity to run the student life intern program, so um, we've somewhat brought that back uh, the last couple years, but it was um, a group of students who represented really the department, and so I had an opportunity early on in my career to get to know lots of different different students, um, in different leadership roles. And, um, I hate to name drop because I, I, you know, I, I, every student, um, that I have the opportunity to work with finds a, a very special place, um, in, in my life. And I've got, you know, whether it's notes or it's, um, items that students have given me over the years, my office, which I I got to go back to on Thursday just to walk in and, um, just reminded of the, um, the incredible opportunities that, that I've had here and the incredible students who have, have walked through, um, the Russell house or my office. Um, but I do have to tell a story. Um, and these two are probably some of my favorites because they were early in my career and they just, um, were fun people. But, um, Ryan Holt and Tommy Preston were student body president and vice president. Um, I think it was 2005 or 2006. And this was the year that um, the federal government required that institutions of higher education um, celebrate the Constitution. And so um, because I was the catch all for student life, if there was a new idea or just something random, it came into my my job. Um, I got tasked with helping plan Constitution Day, and um, so Tommy and Tommy and Ryan were the elected student or two of the elected student body officers, and they wanted to dress up. And they were with Meredith Ross, um, who is still in Columbia, and maybe you know her. Um, but they wanted to dress up, so I took them to Hip in Five Points. Um, to find their costumes because they felt that the way that we could fully celebrate the constitution was to relive the the signing of the constitution. And, um, you know, so we bought pocket constitutions for everybody. We had a blow up constitution where we had students literally come by and sign and went through the, um, the whole, you know, nine yards about the constitution and why it was important and the bill of rights and did our own little civics education. But the one thing that I loved about Tommy and Ryan is they always tried to fight who would be the backseat passenger behind the driver, because that's where the president, the president sat. So I, I drove this like old um, Ford Explorer and they, when we went to Hippoisy, they raced, to my car to get to that seat and I thought why in the world are they wanting who races to sit in the back seat and so I got this whole lecture about or education about why it's important the most important person sits behind the driver um the back seat of the driver and um so that was really our the year that I had with them as student body president and vice president, they were always up to something. Um, and they both, um, I knew at that point and that's one of, I think, you know, from, from Tommy and Ryan to, um, Hannah, you and Izzy this year to every student in between lyric. I mean, just every student that I've had the opportunity to work with, um, you know, you all, we know early on that you all are going to do amazing things because we see the drive in you, even if it's a drive of how do you make constitution day the best it can, <laughs> best it can be the first year you see in people, um, the, the growth and the development. And I think the beginning of, of who they will be as adults. And, um, you know, those two are incredible people. You know, I think about Josh Dossie who was, editor of the student newspaper when um in 2011 when we closed fraternity recruitment due to um a variety of topics that we'll probably need another hour to talk about yeah. <laughs> um but but he was a challenger and he sat in my office or he sat in the west wing of the russell house and would not leave until he had an opportunity to speak to me to get a to get a comment or a statement about what was going on with these these groups um, And I just, I think that's the best part of our job. And I think, you know, I have friends who wonder what I do and why I do it. Um, And I I think it's, and this might sound, um, you know, probably, I'm sure everybody says this, but it's truly about the students. And it's about watching you all grow and develop. I mean, and Lyric, you know, just your experience at South Carolina and how, you have grown and the the opportunities you have had and how you've used those opportunities to further develop who you are um, and, and your platform and your voice. And um, we just have the opportunity to watch that happen over, over three or four years. And um, it's really an incredible, incredible experience. So I'm not going to call out any other students because I don't want anybody to get, <laughs> get offended, but um, I also start following students on Facebook. I know that's kind of old school um, <laughs> upon graduation, because I think Facebook is still where people grow up,
0: Yeah, um,
3: and so I love seeing, you know, you kind of forget when students graduated, or, um, you know, it always seems like it was just yesterday, but the years seem to fly by, but you get to see people kind of grow up through social media, and um, I think it's one of the the great benefits of of our new online world.
0: I think one of the other cool
3: things is that we were one what we were
0: talking to Jateka about um we were talking specifically um in that context about like some of like um the black student government lineage but I think just like the whole student leader lineage as a whole I think for um I mean the students in general for Gamecocks is so cool like I was able I remember connecting with Amanda Loveday, and she, you know, was over Carolina Productions um, at one point in time, I mean, and it's just like, it's just so many different students, like, and like, I'll be 21 meeting them when they might be in their 30s or 40s, but like, it's like, oh my gosh, And and you'll realize, like, you still have so much in common, and you'll realize, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, the university hasn't changed as much as they may think it has. Um, and I think like, that's always so cool just to see how close, like, I think that we all still can be, um, even though so much time seems like it's passed, but it's just like we all still have so much in common and so, and like, I think seeing how willing a lot of people are to give back, um, and really participate even in like an event like this, like so many, like most of the people we've had either work at the university or are, are, are alums and, I think the love—I mean—that people have for this place, uh, and like deep attachments. Like, I didn't know. I found out at one point. Like, there's like a group chat for like old WUSC station DJs. Um, um, the all the editor in chiefs gather. Um, I know like a lot of uh, so many of us in student government. Like, um, our old like we have like years and years worth of people. Like, we still have our group chats and things of that nature everybody is still so close and they I mean they remain that close which has always been so cool with me yep Absolutely. everyone's so
1: connected like even Heather coming on and of course like we we're gonna talk about whatever we were talking about but her pop in like just simply oh yeah and a lot of people don't know but I was president of like the graduate student association yeah. like what how did we like we could have talked about that for an hour like how was that yeah. um so just going on off of lyric with the um uh, How connected we are, how this came about, but even just throughout, like, like it's hard to believe that I'm a sophomore right now. But even the people that you're mentioning, like, like Anna, you've you've known like the university for a while now, and then as well as Lyric, like you've had four years under your belt, like as well as you're just a native Columbia, like you just know this place like the back of your hand. And then coming in, I mean, I'm like one point one point nine nine years in. And um, meeting so many of the people that you're talking about. I just feel blessed, like, Tommy Preston and coming in with Taylor, being a part of your campaign, Lyric, and seeing you um, going to New York with Lyric and then meeting with Lindsay Richardson, having (laughs) a phone call or um, Yvonne Miller was just on the 1801 Live podcast before starting the podcast where I met Jateka, Like, all of these huge names, Mayor Benjamin, like, Everyone, it's so it's so I mean overwhelming. Like how did I get the opportunity? But I'm seeing now it's not even just me, it's just we're connected as a family, whether you're present, you were here, you're about to be here. We had a couple of students from U of S C twenty four come on um with their summer senior counselors, so summer senior and summer senior counselor. And then later we're gonna have this a whole slot for um U of S C twenty four. And but just see how we're connected, like they they have not even gotten here yet. But we just simply DM them like, "Hey, would you want to talk to us?" Oh my gosh, yes, I can't wait! And then uh, add this person, add this person. And then I met this friend here, and we're like, "Okay, we're gonna add as many people as we can." So that's something that I I didn't know what I was getting into when I came to USC. Like I didn't really know what my path would look like. But that's one thing that ever since coming here, I always talk about the opportunities. But that it's priceless. We always talk about networking and connections, but it's you
3: cannot get it. I don't know where else you could get it. Like we have it here. Yeah. And I, I sent, and I know I'm getting close to the end of my time, but I sent some emails to some admitted students this week, um, just reminding them what a great place it is. And in my email, I said that, you know, of course I'm biased and you would expect this to come from me, but I truly believe that, um, what sets USC apart from other institutions is the student experience. Um, because i talk to my colleagues at other campuses and i just i i can't i can't see that there's the level of engagement from those students that um and they probably if they heard this would disagree um maybe um but but that we it's just a, it's something that you can't quite put your finger on Um, and honestly, that's, what's kept me around USC that, you know, there've been opportunities to go elsewhere, to have, um, other experiences or, you know, to be on other campuses. But I mean, it's just, there's something about USC. And if I think in undergrad, you, you all get that and I don't know where it comes from because I'm involved in a lot of those things. And it's not like we plant some seed in you or put something, you know, some disc in you. Um, but there is really something really special, and I think a lot of it is the culture, and it's, you know, what we hope to create for all students, where they, they know that they have a place where they can come and grow and be and engage and create and advocate, and all the things that a student wants to do, we'll make it happen, and we just leave it there and let you all drive it. <laughs> probably risky.
0: Um. But wrapping up, I just wanted to say thank you, Dr. Edwards. I'm sure we'll probably talk again before, like, eventually I sign off of this university. Um, well, I, I never I, signing off. I'll never truly sign off. I, I, I'm learning. I am a USC lifer. Um, and, I mean, hey. But um, I'm really thankful. I've learned a lot from you as far as, I mean, especially if you heard what Heather was saying about just learning um, about not always having to uh I like I think that like a loss doesn't mean no um and it doesn't like uh, one closed door doesn't um sometimes it just means find another door Um, um find a different way to um accomplish the same purpose I mean like we've had so many different conversations and just learning how um even like when I'm angry how to be a bridge builder um and just how to continue um to put uh, my love and my passion for the university above all. So many people ask me, like, how are you doing stuff like this? Like, you know, after losing the election, after the pro- how the protests went and all these things, like, why do you still do things for this institution? And I think, like, what? And, like, why do you still have great relationships with, like, our leaders and, like, our administrators? And I think it's just because I've had such a fabulous experience, like, working with the people. Um, just, like, y'all have done so much as far as, pouring into me, never telling me what to do, um, but always letting me know that um, uh, it's not even about agreeing with me sometimes. It's just about like supporting uh, me as a student and everything and all, and just, and through that, I found like, you know, like the right way to do things um, and just having, um, and just, you know, just prioritizing that love for this university above all and its people and always coming back, Um to support this institution and no matter what happens and really thankful for your leadership and your guidance and your mentorship over the past years, um, two, three years. Um, yeah, I'm really thankful. And I know like Hannah's going to get a chance to know you much better um, over her term. And I think like, I, I'm really, really thankful because I, I like, I'm not, I've never, I was never exec, but um like you really did always pour so much into me and so much knowledge, truly. So I'm really thankful.
3: Well, thank you, Lyric. You know, so much of what I learn is through students. And I think our, our relationship, particularly over the last almost 365 days, um, has, has really taught me a lot about what we do at the university and um, how it impacts students and, and really the student voice. And, um, thank you for leaving your legacy at the University of South Carolina and for being a student who um, was never afraid and is never afraid to to stand up for what's right um, and to, to tell us to be better um, and call that out. And um, I look forward to this is definitely not goodbye. We can't give hugs. Um, <laughs> But I do look forward to, to watching you continue to grow. And I know you're going to be close by. And um, I just look forward to what comes next because it's going to be great. And it's going to be a different relationship with people. Um, and, and it's awesome. So I can't wait. Thank you. And thank you, Hannah. We've thank had a a great ride thus far. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's sort right now. It's just beginning. It's just beginning. But absolutely. Um, can't
3: wait thank y'all for doing this. I really appreciate it. Um, and, you know, appreciate your, your dedication to, to those students that come behind you who will benefit from, um, the, this money that is being raised. And I hope, hope everything is meeting your, your goals and expectations.
0: Speaking of which, let's do an update. I don't have to tell you about the COVID relief fund because you're actually the person who told me about it. Um, (laughs) uh, we are at, $1,318.01. $1,318 one 01 cent. Awesome. Yes.
3: Awesome. Really? Great.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Edwards. Um we are Absolutely.
3: And JD coming on next. Oh wow. Yeah. Good. So the fun's about to start. Now that the sun's coming up. Sun's <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, sun's up. Thank y'all. Hope you get some rest after this. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> Bye y'all. See ya. 拜拜
1: This podcast is a part of the Garnet Media Group podcast network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media Group's podcast and other student work on garnetmedia.org.